What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap off of nobody. And now your host, Ashley Wallet. Welcome, fellow humans, to another episode of What's Your Position? I know what that's from. Oh my God, it just went away from me. Hang on. It's bobsled time. It's the Cool Runnings. There There it is. There it is. With John Candy. Classic. Classic. God, that's a great movie. It's a great quote. Good job. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap from nobody. Yeah. (laughs) We're talking about um, body image today. And sometimes the crap we take is from ourselves. Um, Sometimes it's from other people. Uh, We're going to talk about what what body image feels like, what it looks like, how to have positive body image, um, what happens when you don't have positive body image, how it affects you mentally, sexually, um, how it affects kids growing up in this world where all we do is take selfies and ussies and, uh, you know, go on social media. That was a little shout out to Ted Lasso, (laughs) the ussies. And we have a guest with us. I would like to introduce the What's Your Position podcast listener to your new resident MSW, who will be coming on many a show. But today is her debut, and she is really fucking nervous. (laughs) So I made her take a shot so that she wouldn't be so nervous. Amanda. Hello. Hi. We're so honored that you're here. This is Amanda. Hello, everyone. She is a licensed, almost, excuse me, she is a almost licensed social worker. She has finished all of her hours. She has applied for licensure. Um, She currently works at a nonprofit where she works with the mental health of foster children between the ages of zero and nine. Bruh, that's heavy. She has to do the intake with these babies when they're coming into the to the foster care system and, and that's make rough. sure it's rough, right? I we're, don't like kids. I'm, so <laughs> hard pass. So we're just gonna immediately <laughs> say no to that. Um, we are gonna get into more about Amanda and her history and her life and her everything uh, in a little while. But first, we're gonna get straight into body image mm-hmm. with a little tip. tip, of the tip. I think I want to change my statistic song so that it sounds like that. <laughs> Bad? It's so good. I'll talk to Nathan Horns, Hornblow. Oh, thank you. Nathaniel uh, Hornblow. Nathaniel, sorry. thank you. Can you get it right? Tip of the day. We're going to talk about how to appreciate yourself and your body. And here are 10 ways. And I'd like your input, ma'am. Absolutely. Um, we also have someone else here who could share input if she wants. She doesn't have to, though. There's no pressure. Woman without a microphone. A woman without a microphone. Ooh. Well, we usually have a, guy, a man. We usually have a, a man without a mic, but right now you are the woman without a mic, and I think I want to call you something different. Woman without a wand. No, I don't oh. know. Female without a. Let me get back to you. To your Thank tip. you. Help me. My, help me with my alliteration. Um, my friend Lauren, our friend Amanda, and I's mm-hmm. friend Lauren, uh, goddess of all, queen of the 
Red Rover Book Club, who is an official. Madame without a microphone. Madame without a mic. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. Madame without a mic. You're more than welcome to pipe in because the mics will pick up whatever you say. But Lauren is here. And she's really fucking famous. So <laughs> we're pretty stoked. Number one, appreciate what your body can do. Every day, your body carries you closer to your dreams. Celebrate the amazing things that your body does for you. Running, dancing, breathing, laughing, etc. Bro, do you understand the amazingness that is the human body and the machine that we literally have? Like, what it does daily without you, your heart beats and you don't think about it. You breathe and you don't think about it. You blink and you don't think about it. Like the things, your body carries you. It's carried you through a pandemic. Right? Mm -hmm. Your body's beautiful. Thank it. Just take time. Take time to thank your body. Keep a top 10 list of things you like about yourself. Producer, can you give me two things you like about yourself? Your body. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I guess the beard. I get a lot of beard. You stuff. do have a nice beard. Um, hmm. This shouldn't be hard. I, I, my, I'm gonna say freckles. I love freckles. I, I, yeah. I don't know why. Good for you. I have a lot of freckles. Good for you, yeah. as Peter Griffin would say. Amanda, I would say that I like my eyes. Love your eyes. They're gorgeous. And the booty. Oh, gotta gotta enjoy the booty. booty, (laughs) Right? Um, I love my hair. I love curly hair. Um, And I love my uh, thighs. I love my thighs. They're great. I actually worked on my back for two years before we went to Italy, so I also love my back. Back is great. Love my tattoo, too. I love a lot of things. Uh, Madame without a mic, what are two things about yourself that you like? Yes, love your smile. Um, Closed mouth or open mouth. I love both, by the way, because you do a lot of really good closed mouth smiles that are like super seductive. And then you also do great like open mouth smiles where I'm like, oh my God, I can see the joy in her heart, like inside of it. What else? Um, Probably my legs because I dance a lot. Oh yeah, you do. Mm. By the way, she did the splits for me the other day. She did, on camera. On fucking camera. Uh, Remind yourself that true beauty is not skin deep. When you feel good about yourself and who you are, you carry a sense of confidence, self-acceptance, and openness that makes you beautiful. Beauty is a state of mind, not a state of body. Look at yourself as a whole person. Don't focus on specific body parts. Amanda, we're going to talk about body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. in a minute and Mm -hmm. how that is so focused on a specific area of yes. the body, correct? Correct. How difficult is it for a human being with body dysmorphia to focus on the whole person? Whole person as a positive or as a negative? Just as a whole person. Like looking in the mirror, someone with body dysmorphia really just focuses on the arms, mm-hmm. on the stomach. Like how difficult is it for them to stand back and look at this person, like an actual physical full body? It's almost impossible. Right. So it's really important to learn this skill early. Surround yourself with positive people. This is something I have tried to do in 2021. I have tried to incorporate individuals that lift me up. I have tried to incorporate people who speak kindly of others and to make sure that individuals I am bringing into my circle um, are doing positive things. Because when you are around people who constantly criticize themselves and their bodies, that's bound to rub off, right? 
Shut down voices in your head that tell you your body is not right, and I'm using air quotes, or that you are a bad, again, air quotes, person. You can overpower these negative thoughts with positive ones. And the next time you start to tear yourself down, build yourself back up with a quick uh, affirmation. So the next time you want to say, oh my God, I'm so fat. Why don't you tell yourself how much you love yourself and how beautiful you are and how your skin is soft and, uh, or my legs are fat. Yeah, but your legs are carrying you to, from place to place. And how amazing is it that you can walk or my arms are flabby. Okay. Well, that's because your parents love you and feed you. And like you have a great support system where you have food that you can eat and be positive to yourself, not negative. Wear clothes that are comfortable and make you feel good about your body. Work with your body, not against it. I didn't realize how much I loved one piece swimming suits Mm. until recently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes I love a good two piece. Sometimes. Um, but I found that one piece swimsuits are just as sexy oh, and yeah. sometimes a little more. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you own a one piece? Oh, plenty. Do you? Yeah. Robert, you own a one piece? <laughs> uh, kind of. I got a one a onesie, like an adult onesie that has polar bears on it. Oh, phenomenal. Actually, I've seen that it's onesie. It's a one piece. It's pretty good. Yeah. You could swim. Oh, it. and I also have a, um, uh, not Ron Swanson, um, Ron Burgundy. A Ron Burgundy onesie? Yeah. And it, like, it zip it up and it's like his suit, his Burgundy suit. Stop. And my, mom, yeah, my mom got it for me. Oh my God. Dude, we should do onesies at Christmas. I got them. All right. Actually, I got to find them though. I don't know where I put them. Oh, Jesus. Right. Become a critical viewer of social media messages. Okay. We're going to get into this in just a minute, but really understand that when people post things on social media, the amount of filters and airbrushing and the amount of pictures it took and the way that they're sitting, I love, God love them. The people who show you the, like the way that they pose versus the way that they normally sit is phenomenal right like when you can see a chick who like sits normal and has a belly and then she does like one fucking arm arch and all of a sudden she looks like a goddess I'm magic (laughs) (laughs) do something nice for yourself be nice to yourself take a bath take a nap do some relaxing smoke a joint have a seltzer take your dog for a walk read a fucking book Ooh, we love those books. What do you do to, to treat yourself on a regular basis, producer? Uh, official sponsor, marijuana. <laughs> official sponsor. Yeah, we haven't mentioned any marijuana. unofficial sponsors. Another one. Unofficial sponsor. White Claw. White Claw. We do love a, a little White Claw every now and then. What do you do to treat yourself? I watch TV. What TV? Uh, any drama I can get. Like like scripted drama or like reality oh, s- drama? Both. Absolutely. Are you both. in the fucking Discord with the fucking Bravo? Bullshit? I am not because that is like the one show I do not watch. That's a channel. And I can't do it. I can't do the I do Top Chef. So when Top Chef comes back on, I'll be in the fucking Discord <laughs> chatting it up. But these bitches be talking about the real housewives of and the, the below deck of and the fucking how many people can we fit inside of Shaw's of Sunset anarchy. I don't fucking know. Like what? I don't watch any of this. I any of it. Deep in Teen Mom right now. So teen I don't know if that's Mom. any better. Oh my god. <laughs> Too, you I know what? It. Whatever makes you happy. All right. As Cheryl Self-care. Crow says, if it makes you happy. Self-care, besides watching Bravo with a charcuterie plate. Lauren, what else do you do? Can I be honest here? Yeah. I masturbate. Fuck. 
Fuck yes, you do. Dude, I just bought a brand new vibrator, you guys. Okay, hold What's on. Like? Oh. Use the time and energy that you might have spent worrying about food or calories and do something to help others. So I actually, okay, you just scrunched your fucking face. Why are Sorry. you mad at that tip? I am not mad at any of these tips. I just feel like they are easier said than done. Mm. It's so easy for us to say them. Okay. And to talk about them. But that's why I But get how 10. often do we actually practice them? Okay. If you could go Accurate. through that list. Yeah. And say okay. how many you actually practice on okay. a daily basis. You're right. How many is it? I'm not going to talk about it. Um, keep a list of things you like. But no. appreciate. I do appreciate my body. I tell my body I love it all the time. I never look at myself in the mirror. So I can't say that I do that. I sur- I'm doing my best to surround myself with positive people. I don't think I'm a bad person. Um, I definitely need to get better clothes. Because I keep keeping my jeans that I swear to God I'm going to fit into someday. <laughs> right now I'm in pain. Literally currently as we sit here. I want to unbutton my pants. So. So bad. So bad. I hate these jeans. I fucking hate them. I am a critical viewer of social media. I do nice things for myself. Um, and I do other things for other people, but not because I want to take my mind off of calories. I don't care about calories. I don't look at calories. That's not something that I'm obsessed with in, in any way, shape, or form. I just want to be healthy. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just, I want to be a healthy person. But I definitely do a lot of negative self-talk. Um, I pick on myself, on my fupa. Mm. The, if you don't know, do you know what a fupa is? I remember a lot. We had an episode where you guys were talking about some crazy, like sucking thing. Uh huh. Is that what that is? No, honey, oh. I'm not talking about the vibrator. Oh, right now. okay. Sorry, it sounds about, like a vibrator. It does, right? <laughs> the fupa is the front upper pussy area, yep. which is fupa. what it's a uterus. It's the uterus, but it protrudes in some women. Ah, uh, it's the fat. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a pot belly. It's a pot belly. Like in Pulp Fiction. Right, exactly. Like, I want a pot belly. I want a pot belly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. You didn't know that? I didn't know that's what it stood for. Front upper pussy area. Mm-hmm. Fupa. Oh, I didn't know it's the uterus. It is your uterus. So it's funny that women want to like get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's there. Um, you can turn well, it into abs. This directed me. You could could straight up rip that shit out of there. Um, We actually are going to have Amanda come back on and talk about birth control and the body. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to wait a couple months because I'm going to change my birth control as well as one of my people in my office. And we're going to have a panel of females. I cannot wait. Come and talk about their fucking birth control. Um, But that can actually have a a very severe effect on your body image as well. Birth control can fuck you up. Social media can fuck you up. Uh, but those are my tips. It's my tip of the day. Thank you very much. I really kind of want you to play. Hey, with it. pot. Oh. It's a pot, pot belly. belly. Pot bellies are sexy. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be happy because uh, you have one. Shut up, fat. So I don't have a pot. I have a bit of a tummy, like Madonna when she did Lucky Star. It's not the same thing. I didn't know there's such a difference between a pot belly and a tummy. The difference is huge. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Would you like it if I had a pop belly? One of the greatest yeah. movies of our time. Right, that's <laughs> it starts to sound like a porn. I just like when she says, put, put belly. Put belly. Uh, she says, put, put belly. Uh, so body image. Tell me, do you struggle with this? Every single day, probably. And you have a master's degree, 12 hours out degree, of the day. Right? Yep. Yeah. You have a master's degree in social work, which means that you mm-hmm. went to school with psychology, yep. sociology. Yep. 
you know that having a body image issue is not healthy. Correct. You try and guide tiny humans away from having body image mm-hmm. issues. And I yet, know all the ways to. You know all of the ways. Yep. Why don't you do the ways? Because it's easier said than done. Okay. Why, though? I just think, I don't know, when it comes to yourself, it's easier to help people and to mm-hmm. tell people what to do than to practice it. And I just feel like mine are so deep in there at this point that. Do you think you think your body image issues came from a specific place or do you think it was multiple, multiple areas of life that kind of contributed to it over time? How old are you? I am turning 27 next weekend. Oh, my God. She's a baby. I know (laughs) she's a baby you would never know though guys no I had no idea I had not in like a bad way not that I'm looking at you Mm -hmm. being like oh she must be 50 like you look young clearly but I thought based on your degree Mm -hmm. because I got mine so late in life I was thinking to myself she's got to be in her 30s right like she's got she's an MSW I mean how old are you Oh my God, you're a child as well. Christ on a cracker. 34. <laughs> Everyone's going around 34. I'm done. I'm good. I'm not saying mine. Ageless. Timeless. Uh, no. 39. Stop it. You can she's suck 39. a fat dick. No way. Yeah, yes. she's 39. And I will kill you later. No, well, you're welcome. Best oh looking 39 year old I've ever yeah. seen, to be honest. <sighs> It's okay. We can make out later. Uh, <laughs> we got a whole, ret- we got a whole retreat. Talking to her, not me. <laughs> we got a whole retreat for we that. Got a whole retreat for that. Uh, so body image affects people mm-hmm. of all ages. Of all ages. I guarantee you at this table, every single one of us has body image issues. Yes. Every single one of us. Hands down. Yeah. I mean, what human doesn't? I mean, mm-hmm. even probably Ryan Reynolds at it sometimes looks in the mirror and is like, oh, I don't like myself I want to get to a place, and it's not about today, right? It's about the overall, like, idea that there is some sort of magic way that we're supposed to look. And who do we we blame for that? Do we blame Barbie? Do we blame media? Do we blame... We do. We We blame blame social media. We blame media. I think... I I don't know if it's social media, though, because this has been happening since the 19... 20s mm. and probably sooner. The 1920s is the soonest they started researching the idea of of body image. Hold please. So, the first studies ever done on body image were in the 1920s. Now, if you actually think about sex and like the ideas of sex, uh, the history of sex, you go all the way back to like Greece and Rome, they were worshiping and paying attention to and painting and carving and writing about people who were more voluptuous, if you will, rounder, softer, like squishier, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it meant because you were rich. Right, exactly. It meant you could eat. Yeah, You had money to eat food, so you're fat, and that's beautiful. And there was actually a culture in, or there was a, a community in Africa and this is recently in the, well, the 90s, but uh, they had no outside connection with society whatsoever. And their main source of like beauty was the fatter you are, the more beautiful you are. And these women were worshipped. And then 
like mainstream media affected them because someone brought in like a magazine or like shipped a book to that place. And now 90% of that tribe's girls have eating disorders. It's crazy. The effect that our society's standards have on our psyche. So let me go through the decades with you from when they started recording it. In the 1920s, the androgynous look was in. So shorter hair, flatter chest, um, a boyish look. In the 30s to the 50s, pinup, the hourglass figure was in. In the 1980s, athletic, thin, and curvy, all three at the same time. So not only do you have to be athletic and do aerobics with Mm -hmm. Jane Fonda, um, but you also have to do coke and not eat anything. Uh, The 90s, that waif cocaine thin, that Kate Moss kind of an ideal, uh, Winona Ryder, like everyone who is just like, you can see my bones. Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, in the 1980s, um, 50% of women said that their body image was of dissatisfaction. 1970s, 23% of women said they were dissatisfied with their bodies. 1997, 70% mm-hmm. of women and 40% of men disliked their appearance. 2018, 80% of women and 75% of men were dissatisfied with their bodies. We're going to do a quick statistic of the day. Are you ready? It's the start of the day. Ooh. Yeah. It's the start of the day. It's too good. It's too clean. Let's see if Nathan Hornblow can tweak with that. Can tweak that. I'll just ask him to turn the auto tune off and see how you really sound. Well, I hate you so much. <laughs> A recent survey found that what percentage of women describe themselves as beautiful? A recent survey found what percentage of women describe themselves as beautiful madame without a microphone since you're not really here you actually have to go first and then the guest and then the producer like a percentage Mm -hmm. what percentage of women describe themselves as beautiful three percent three percent is your answer okay hmm i was right around there i will go Four percent. Four percent. Okay. Might be a little high. I'm gonna say they're all beautiful in my eyes. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, But I'll I'll say I was going a little higher. I'll say twenty five percent. Okay. So we've got. All right. Price is right style. Price is right style. Closest without going over. Oh no! Wait. Three, four. That's right. Right. Three, four, twenty five. Okay. Perfect. Body image is described as how we look at ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Um, Body acceptance. Wait, let me just go to this first. Body positivity. There's three different things I want to talk about. Body positivity. Are you? Is this getting to the stat? No, that was it. No, I'm. Oh no, we're gonna do that later. We're gonna do it. We're gonna tell the listener and them. We'll do it after the break. Yeah, we'll do it later. A little preview. We'll do it later. Teaser. There you go. We'll do it later. Um, Body positivity. Body acceptance. And body, oh God, what's the third one? Neutrality. 
are the three different types of body image acceptance that we have as a society. So body positivity, body acceptance, and body neutrality. There is a big push since the 1960s to get body positivity, this body positivity movement into our lexicon, into our society as something that we should um, embrace, something that we should promote, something that we should um, adhere to as a society and, and being accepting of all size individuals, everyone from big to small. Now, I had a conversation with my brother Ryan today and I wish he was here because he was like, yeah, but what about the people who are just obese? Like, what about the people who just don't do anything all day and eat like shit and are unhealthy? And how do we promote that as positive? He's like, I want to raise my kids to know that I'm a fat ass. And my wife, my sister-in-law, who works out all the time and is gorgeous, is how you should live your life. Because... I don't want my kids to to be obese and to to be fat and to be unhealthy. I want my kids to want to be healthy and to want to live a lifestyle that helps them be as physically fit and as physically healthy as possible. So help us understand the difference without between, having an eating disorder though. Exactly. How do we medium? How do we walk that line between being healthy and being accepting? It's hard. How do we do it? I don't know if there's an answer for that, to be honest. Because do you think if there was, we would all be doing it? I know. It's hard. How do we walk the line between being healthy? Because who do we call out, right? Do we say like, oh, like we look at, at people like Mama June and her kid who is a teen, little baby pageant person and they're eating sketty which is just noodles and butter and i'm thinking to myself don't fucking promote that mm-hmm. but at the same time she lives in the fucking midwest where you know that's there's a lot of different types of but then but then i think to myself when i go to europe i don't see obese people no, but their plate sizes are also very different. They're also walking everywhere yeah. and riding bikes. This is what I'm saying. So their you, lifestyle. If you promote per- a healthier lifestyle, then that and you and your food isn't necessarily filled with saturated shit. This is America though. I'm gonna say, eat whatever I goddamn want. Fuck those e- Europeans <laughs> and their goddamn communism and their small plates. <laughs> It's small ass. They, they do have small plates, and it's delicious. It's great. It's, great. it's more savory. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and you can have like nine of the small plates, dude. Yeah, dude. Tapas, get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's amazing. Like, I wish every time I go on a vacation to a European country, I lose weight. First of all, which is unheard mm-hmm. of because I'm eating all the time. Like, that's you're all I do. Walking. I'm walking everywhere and we're active. We never watch TV when we're in foreign countries Mm -hmm. like ever. And we walk everywhere and we go and do everything and, and yeah, we're on vacation. So I'm sure it's different, but people walk to work, people bike to work, people. When I'm on film sets, I eat like shit and I lose weight because Mm -hmm. I'm on my feet. I walk like 20,000 plus steps a day. Exactly. They'll give us Chipotle and pizza and craft services, just a bunch of junk and sodas, but then. But it's activity level. Yeah, it's just it, as long as you just do all that, you can eat all that shit if you want. <laughs> Promoting a healthy lifestyle, I believe, starts in the home. It starts with learning how to how to control the portions of food that you're eating. So you don't need to eat a bag of Cheetos in one sitting. I love Cheetos. Lady. 
can't eat a full bag of Cheetos. Like, oh, I could. No, I know. No. <laughs> I'm aware of the capabilities of the human body. Sorry, you just hit a spot with me. My extra, extra, extra flaming hot Cheetos are like the love of my life. But do you dip them in sour cream? No, I just eat a whole Ew. bag straight and then I regret it what? later. What is that from? Sour cream? Cream cheese? Or cream cheese, yeah. Cream cheese. I yeah. Love. yeah. With your hot Cheetos? Absolutely. On a bagel? Oh, yeah. Let's totally Hi. switch this up. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Wait, bagel, cream cheese, and hot Cheetos. Extra, extra, extra flaming right. hot Cheetos, yeah. There's four okay. extras. Hey, it's there. America. Do what you want. And back to body image. And yep. we're back to body image. Carb, sugar, and carbs and hot stuff. Yeah. But can I make a note here? No. <laughs> I'm going to anyways. Sorry, I can turn her off. Go ahead. <laughs> Good. She's off. I feel like it is important to remember that everyone's healthy lifestyle is different because all of our bodies are different. True. So one person's healthy lifestyle and what they need to do to be healthy can be completely different than someone else's. Like what? Um... Calorie counting. Okay. Calories, what you eat. Okay. Um, lifestyle athletes. Uh-huh. Athletes eat a lot. They can't just eat, be a healthy lifestyle and eat the minimum. And Right. The 1,200. What yeah. What is it? 1,200 calories? 1,200. That's insane. Don't get me started. Isn't yeah. that what it is? Like, that's, yeah. that's 12 white claws. Mm-hmm. Like, by the way. I could do that. <laughs> that's all you get for the day. So it is important to remember. And all our bodies look different. We're different heights. Our genetics are different. And therefore, your healthy lifestyle is going to be different. I think that's the issue is we promote one healthy lifestyle. Right. Eat less calories. Eat your greens. Right. That's it. But it, everyone is so different. And you need activity. Yeah. I think the problem is mainly surrounding the amount of sugar that this country mm. consumes and the lack of activity. Absolutely. That this country has. Well, think about how the human form was made, like the caveman. Like oh, yeah. How it evolved was... They were out all day hunting, yeah. eating grass. and Dude, even like the ancient Egyptians were building shit constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like back in medieval times, they didn't have fucking place. They had to walk everywhere. And then even now, people who still live this active lifestyle, people who your fucking parents live in. Where'd they move to? They moved to Amsterdam. Fuck yeah. I love and Amsterdam. they fucking walk everywhere. When it rains, when it snows, when it's sunny, doesn't matter. They're walking. Well, they're, they're everywhere. Public, their public trans, trans, transportation mm-hmm. system is awesome, and Bro. bikes and yeah. It's Our great. transportation system in America is trash. And you also get jobs closer though. Exactly to where you live. You don't whereas... work two hours yep. away. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of shit, bro. Yeah. It's a lot of shit. So body positivity is taking joy in your body for exactly what it is. No matter what society says out of it, says about it, it was born out of the movement in the 1960s and led by fat and queer black women and femmes. That is exactly the definition that has been taken from from this website that's talking about straight up body positivity. Videos with the hashtag body positive have nearly 4 billion views on TikTok. The problem I feel like is by constantly promoting this. I love my body. I love my body. I love my body. I love my body. It's hard to be that positive all the time. I don't love my body that often. Bitch, she had cramps today. Do you yes. love your fucking body today? No. and No, it's, she's an asshole right now. It's funny that you say that because I actually started an Instagram during COVID. Ooh. A body positivity Instagram. Do yeah. you want to see you want to say what it is? Can I you? I don't I haven't logged. Oh, you. Yeah. Have, you, I'm not on it anymore <laughs> because I was posting and trying to be body positive 
and it just led me further yes. into the negativity. Exactly. And I hated everything. Yes. I was posting for people and for my followers and they were like, this is so great. And I'm sitting there in my bed with my bag of hot Cheetos. <laughs> your bagel <laughs> my bagel and cream cheese and just being like this is a lie like I'm posting this for you guys I'm but I am not loving my body at all so there's a lot of pushback right now yep on body positivity and I've seen it in a lot of different places and I, I get it like you want to love yourself and you want to love this meat carcass that drives you around from day to day but you don't have to love every, yeah, meat carcass. That's what I said. You heard me. Uh, you don't have to love every single part of it. Body acceptance is about getting to a place where I might feel like crap about parts of my body, but then ask myself, why do I feel this way? Where is this coming from? How can I challenge myself to think about finding peace in my existence if nothing about this part of my body changes? Okay. I am 39, as my producer so graciously announced <laughs> to the world. It's 39 years young. Yes. It is just, just a number. Uh, it is harder to go to, I'm not, and I'm making excuses. I was just going to say I'm not making excuses. It hurts. I am achy in very various places. And I don't have the motivation to go to the gym right now. And you know what? I don't give a fuck because I'm doing other things. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not obese. I am active and I am fine with that. I could go to the gym. Um, I tried for a year to get abs. I did ab workout every day for a year. And guess how that turned out? No abs. I have no abs. Mm -hmm. She's got a keg. I do I have a keg? Got a six pack. Uh, someone was like, maybe you should stop drinking beer and mm. do the ab workouts. And I was like, you're no longer my friend because I am only allowing positive friends in my life. Isn't it kind of crazy though? The concept <laughs> of gyms, though. Yeah. Try to try to tell that idea to no, no, a no. caveman Let's or get e fucking time. Meta. Hey, yeah, we don't have enough time to do farm work and like do our exercise out in the world. So we get out of our office and go to a place that has things that we lift up and. But we have to as humans because, like, we don't do that anymore. Because we people, sit at desks. People that live in desks and, yeah. Yeah. I spend 40 hours a week at a desk. I have to remind myself to get up and take walks at work. I take, like, four walks a day and around this complex right here because I'm lucky enough to work at a place. Can you, can you take a walk where you work? I should be. Can you? Is there enough space? Yeah, it's huge. Do you ever take walks? Wow. <laughs> where you work can you take a walk absolutely do you sometimes yeah Day I would say maybe well I'm only in the office two days a week where are you the rest of the time my home Ooh. and I have a home gym we converted a room wow into a gym ask me how many times I go in there how many times zero awesome <laughs> now it's a closet right <laughs> it looks really pretty Does Harry Potter live in there Does it looks the very pretty with all the gym wow. equipment wow is there like a treadmill or a cardio machine in there of some sort I have a do you have a Peloton did you do that bike do like okay. a cycling bike okay um, I even have a TV so I can watch like my shows why don't you watch I bike why why don't you do that um why don't I go in my gym? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have time. Okay. And then I'm out of like work and I'm tired and I don't want to yes. go to the gym. That's, no, that's Even though it's in my home, I don't have no, to I go anywhere. You. I hear you. Yeah, I yes. don't want to. This is it. That's the answer right there. Your, your gym mm -hmm. is 
next, not next door. It's your been, gym is literally right. Like I could throw a rock yes. and hit your gym. Yes. Like, you could call out to your boyfriend and he uh-huh. would be there. Like, Absolutely. It's right there. And it's not about how far you have to go. Nope. It's about motivation in your mind. Yep. To live in a different headspace and to, and I have to force myself to go to the gym. I find that I have to, I have to take stimulants to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Pre-workout is a necessity yep. for me. Like in order for me to get excited about the gym, you were running a lot. Why are you yawning so much? I keep looking. I can keep yeah, yawning. Sorry. Can you pass me my coffee? It's right in front of you. It's the hydro flask. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but running sucks. It does, but you were doing sucks. it, but you were doing it really like really aggressively and really well you know, for a while. You know why? Because I was doing the same thing you were. I was doing a pre like uh, pre workout, but with an edible. I get super Ooh, fucking high smart. and run at sunset and just <laughs> yeah. listen to like not even like rock music. I would listen to like um, do you know what Lorne is? No. Or like uh, it's like just uh, tone like tones and just sounds and just just vibe out. And Find just, some. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have it. Out. Yeah. Fucking find some. So it's it's really about us wanting to do so. If you don't want to go to the gym, don't go to the fucking gym. Dude, I would bring books to the gym. I would read half of our fucking book club at the gym. And and it was great. I'd be on the bike for an hour and I and I'd be fine and I could go back and do that if I wanted to. But right now I don't want it. Wow. This is intense. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> It doesn't necessarily make me want to run. Do you hear it in your head? Yeah. Just run away? Away. <laughs> I'd run and like think of like music video ideas and Ooh. I'm picturing myself. Sorry. We're all literally picturing ourselves running right now. Yes. In a dark place with a lot of like trees. I'm looking over my shoulder constantly. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I'm in a book right now. Like a thriller. Try it. Lauren, check out Lauren, guys. Lauren, got it. Uh, Body acceptance. You don't have to always be thrilled with your body, but you can Mm -hmm. figure out how to accept it. Um, Acknowledging that your body needs to come from a place of non-judgment and non-shameful lenses. Body neutrality is a bit different. Because the body positivity and body acceptance movements were adopted... Of course, there had to be someone who was emo and was like, no, we need something different. It's got to just be body neutrality. Everyone has to have a fucking term, man. It's so annoying. Having a neutral relationship with your body. No good. No bad. Normalizing bodies that aren't necessarily based on context. So I love my fat ass, right? You don't have to do that. You also don't have to say, I have a fat ass and I guess I just accept it. You can say, this is my ass. And I sit on it. It is what it is. I was listening to a comedian <laughs> comedian today named Burt Kreischer or Burt Crystals. Oh, I know that man. Yeah, Burt Crystals. Um, he was on his podcast with Tom Segura, uh, Two Bears, One Cup. Or I Two love- Bears, One Cup. <laughs> two Bears, One Cave. And <laughs> this took a turn. Sorry, this coffee is just not working, man. I am not... <laughs> Um, I, de- I need definitely... to listen to that part. <laughs> missing out. Your mom's house would definitely watch that. But um, he was talking about being, he called it coming, instead of coming out of the closet, coming out of the refrigerator. He's coming out as fat and he's not, he doesn't want to be ashamed of it. He's like, yeah, I eat a lot. I like the way I do it. And I'm going to, I just like the concept of coming out of the refrigerator. Coming out of I'm the fat. refrigerator. I'm fat. Yes. No, but see, that's, that's the difference. Body neutrality is not naming a body part or naming the size of a body part. It's just saying, this is my ass and I use it to sit. 
these are my arms and I use them to carry things. These are my thighs and I use them to carry me from here to there. There's no like, these are my big fat thighs and my boyfriend likes to slap them or my arms are flabby and that's cause I, cause I eat chicken and I love it. Like it's, you just accept your body for what it does and you don't name it good or bad. You don't judge it as good or bad. You just accept it. Normalizing bodies, um, includes every single person uh, and it's helpful in the LGBTQIA plus mm. community yep. because it is very difficult a lot of times for individuals who identify as lesbian or bi or gay or trans to accept the body that they are in. So a lot of therapists work with this idea of body neutrality and just saying like, yes, I have breasts. I may not use them for feeding a child but you know what i'm i don't either i don't have children so these boobs are just hot like they're just fat sacks that just hang out on my chest all day and sometimes when i'm bored i play with them like they're just it's like little stress balls yep right mm -hmm. men have testicles you don't balls have to, balls yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. men have testicles my husband sometimes i'm like why are you playing with your balls and he's like because it's fun i'm like because they're there because they're there yeah yeah he always says if he had boobs, he'd play with them. I feel like if I had a penis, I'd swing it like a helicopter. Nah, we don't do that. I would. I'm like, do you need yeah. a fidget toy? <laughs> <laughs> I might. I feel like that would be my response. <laughs> I just, As a therapist, yeah. do, do you, you need know. a fidget toy? Do you need a fidget toy? How do you feel, though, coming from a place where you have worked with children and teenagers, preteens who have this like onslaught of be sexy, be thin and also love your body and love everything about it. Like, how do you feel about the difference of body positivity, body acceptance and body neutrality? Like, do you find any of those troubling? Do you find any of them more um, useful than others? Like, what do you think? I body neutrality is kind of a new term for me, to be honest. I haven't really worked with it much. So, okay. What do you, but, but knowing what I just said, how I do you love feel? it. Oh, okay. I love it for, especially for that group that kind of more struggles with that. Absolutely. I can see where, it, where it would be beneficial. I really like body acceptance, mm -hmm. body positivity with kids. It's already happening. I work with kids under nine. And my girl clients struggle with it. We always talk about self-esteem. What do you love about yourself? What do you see in the mirror, mirror activities? And they struggle with it already. And it's just sad to think about. They're under the age of nine and they're already struggling with body. 17% of teenage boys perceived themselves underweight. Mm. In a study of American high school students, 30% of males reported a desire to gain weight and 23% of boys engaged in unhealthy muscle building behaviors. Like it's not just girls that experience these body image mm -hmm. issues. Right. And, but it is like 91% of women I did. I looked at five websites and I got you the average. Mm -hmm. I looked at five websites and got the fucking average. 91% of women worldwide, uh, worldwide, well, every time I say it, are un, help me, worldwide, worldwide. 
91% of women are unhappy with their bodies and resort to dieting to achieve their ideal body shape. Unfortunately, only 5% of women actually have the body type that the media represents. As someone who works with youth, and you see this right now, do you think, I'm going to ask you this point blank. Okay. Is media and social media, are they the culprit? Are they the problem? They're one of the biggest right now. Okay. What else is a problem? Parents. Okay. Again, so we come back. Transgenerational. Right. So it crosses Mm -hmm. lines of generations. So this goes back to the 1920s. Obviously, the first time they started recording body image statistics. So clearly, this is not something that's brand new. And social media wasn't introduced until this generation Mm -hmm. so it is what we see in commercials that what we see portrayed in film what we see portrayed in the media that we consume how many how many of what percentage of the kids that you talk to do you think have body image issues Um, I would say probably 55 okay but I mean I work with really young ones right so we're talking some four-year-olds where I don't know yet they no, could. but they actually, there's there's research that says three-year-olds can actually understand what body image is well, and know what it is to be fat. And I work with a lot of kids who have anxiety mm-hmm. and eating disturbances is one of their problem needs. Yeah. So they overeat due to anxiety. Binge. They binge, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. can I make the assumption that maybe they're going to have body image issues or they currently do? Yes. Can mm-hmm. they tell me that? No. Mm-hmm. So that's where I struggle saying that yes, they do because they can't tell me that yet. 66% of people under the age of 18 feel a negative body image all the time. Mm. So at age 13, boys and girls so show similar rates of body dissatisfaction, but at the age of 14, girls immediately skyrocket higher than boys do. Um, and it has a lot to do with sex and what we see on the media. How do middle school girls perceive their bodies? Middle school is what age again? Help me. 13, 14. 12, 13, 14? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 67% say they would prefer to be thinner. We're talking about 12. 13 and 14 year old girls, right? Puberty. 67. Exactly. Exactly the point I was going to make. Sorry. What happens so at this sorry. Time? You blew my wad, Amanda. Sorry. 60% report weight loss attempts. 10% say they want to be larger. And 45% say that they are at a healthy weight. Let's talk about some different types of body image health issues that come along Um, with wanting a different body image. So unfortunately, these portrayals that we see in media, in movies, in, in social media, in selfies, in filters, create things like binge eating mm-hmm. where an individual will eat an excessive amount of food like a bag of Cheetos and a bagel and a pack of cream cheese in one sitting. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, there it's way more than that. It's, it's a, it's a, disproportionate amount of food. We're talking three buckets of chicken from KFC. We're talking eight full plates of mama's cooking. We're talking nine plates of pie. And there is no vomiting. There is no purging. It is just comfort to the max. 
And it's a psychological mindset that they have. And a lot of these individuals happen to be personal trainers. And they binge eat to fulfill this, oop, hello, to fulfill this need that they have to, to feel something other than the negativity they have towards their body image. Anorexia um, and bulimia. Do you want to dive into those? Yeah. First, the binge Binge eating, it's a coping skill. Yes. Any kind of really eating disorder, it's mm-hmm. a coping skill. Mm-hmm. Anorexia, where you're just, were severely underweight. Mm-hmm. You're, it's the people that you see that are very, very skinny. You're below, I hate this. I hate the BMI. I, I you fucking You knew exactly what I hate, hate the BMI. The you're BMI. below the BMI. Me. It's the worst Me. thing invented. God. I hate it. I'm more of an ass cap guy. <laughs> Do you guys get that joke? No. Okay. Not okay. at all. Some people will. I wanted to laugh though. To be Some like. people will. It's okay. But it's fine. Uh, it, it's an extreme fear of gaining weight. Yep. Um, and they have a lot of body dysmorphia. Um, what are you at on a scale of one to five right now about how bad you have to pee? I've been at like a five, but I can continue holding. No, it's fine. It's okay. We're actually, we'll take a, we'll take a, uh, I actually have to pee really fucking bad. So, oh, I love this body moving. Nice. Nicely done. I have to pee. We're going to talk about uh, bulimia. We're going to talk about um, actually the percentages of what people think they want their partner to look at versus what their partners actually want them to look like. I might have some better body image tips after I pee because I, I feel like I'm going to explode my pants. fucking hear you. And they're you. tight and they're not fitting. My zipper has been popping one rung at a time ever since we started, so it's fine. Uh, we'll be right back. fellow humans. This is Ashley from What's Your Position podcast. We love to educate, entertain, and enlighten our listeners and discuss all things sex, love, and life. Join us for the full frontal episodes where we learn from guests around the globe about their sex lives and experiences. Or check out our quickies where I discuss current sex topics, pump you full of statistics, and fill your brain with knowledge. From masturbation to anal sex, first kisses to $5 hand jobs, we've got your sex spectrum covered. Check us out on Instagram at What's Your Position Podcast and search for What's Your Position wherever you get podcasts. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.
Welcome back, fellow humans, to What's Your Position. Did you hear that they're going to get back together? I don't think they are, like, ever, like, No, they were, they were on a break, as Ross would say, and, uh... Well, she went and did her like solo yeah. stuff too, yeah. and she she said in a in a recent uh, interview, we can't be on a break forever. So expect new music from them in 2022. I'm saying, I'm down. I hope it's like this and not like their weird electro pop shit. That Agre- they do. Agreed. Agreed. Bring the distortion back, Paramore. What on earth is happening over here? She just handed me a banana, and I didn't know what to do with it. There's <laughs> many options. What is it? Let me see it's that. Something like white squeezes out of it. Something white squeezes out of this banana. Got a new vibrator? Hand milk. <laughs> oh, I got some of that too. <laughs> it looks like jizz. Does it smell like banana? You just put your nose it in it. Really, really does. It smells like straight fucking, like <laughs> actual, like straight from the peel. From here, I'm good. Thanks. Right, but like actual straight up banana, like literally, animals would be crazy for me. Right Official now. sponsor, bananas. <laughs> Official sponsor <laughs> is bananas. Uh, speaking of bananas, um, let's talk about how we as a society contribute to these fucking horrific mm-hmm. body image is- issues, such as anorexia, which is an extreme fear of gaining weight. Uh, under eating, not eating, um, starving yourself. Girls can actually cause their periods to go into amenorrhea where they don't mm-hmm. have periods anymore because they don't have enough body fat on them to support human life. So their bodies won't release an egg. Wouldn't uh, you like that though? M- me personally? Yeah, no, ladies not. not I mean, I hate, I hate my fucking period, but yeah. not enough to like starve myself. No. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, that would be terrible. Um, anorexia can actually cause long-term mm-hmm. organ damage. It can cause your hair to fall out. I mean, mal- I, look, anorexia, I can't, I can't. Anorexia, like you have, oh my God. The things we do to these people, right? Because they are starving themselves, which is akin to human torture. We People starved in World War II. In concentration camps. Correct. Okay. People were coming out of there looking like living skeletons and they would have killed someone for a fucking sandwich. And we have people in this country who are like, fuck sandwiches and bananas. Um, I'm fat and mm-hmm. I'm 12. And it's absolutely ludicrous. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, bulimia. Individuals are dissatisfied with their bodies, uh, their size, their shape, but they eat Uh, either to hold up some sort of idea that they're fine. They don't want to let their families or their friends or their loved ones know that they have a problem. So they eat as a normal person would and then immediately retire to the bathroom and puke it all up. Mm -hmm. Or they eat copious amounts of food um, and then vomit known as binging and purging where you binge a large amount of food because you're starving uh, and then throw it all up afterwards, either from overeating or because you don't want it in your body anymore. And that actually causes even more health issues because it can actually erode the lining of your throat and your esophagus and the stomach acids that are coming up during that can cause severe stomach issues, stomach cancers, um, issues of the liver and the kidneys, not being able to process things as quickly. Um, teeth. Oh my God. Uh, thank I you. I just that. remembered a law and order episode where they found a dead body. <gasps> dun, dun, 
and they couldn't like identify her. And they were like, well, her teeth from the back are like, uh, the songs throw me off. It's all like degraded from throwing up. And they're like, oh, she must be a model. And that's how like they figured it out. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. I would also like to put in laxatives. Yes, oh, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. It can come out both ways, people. You, that's yep. right. I totally forgot. You can purge in a totally different mm-hmm. way. I don't want to purge it's in pretty, either direction. It's pretty direction. awesome, though, when you eat too much, and then like your body's like, oh, fuck this, and you throw it all up, and then you're hungry again, so you can eat some more. That's pretty fun. Bro. Uh, <laughs> body dysmorphia is another uh, huge issue with body image, and it is... Okay. Couple different definitions of body dysmorphia. So... The DSM defines body dysmorphia as an extreme obsession over a specific body part where one individual looks at that body part and idealizes it in a way that's not in congruence with what society sees it as. So let's say you are a guy and all you want is biceps. That's me. That's you. All you want is biceps. Okay. Okay. So you look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and all you see is a noodle. You see a spaghetti noodle and you flex. Well, it's called a penis, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, you're talking about arms. arms. Gotcha. gotcha. Biceps. Sorry. Look at the biceps, look gotcha. at the arms, and all mm-hmm. you see is a noodle. And mm-hmm. you go to the gym and you take pre-workout and you take steroids and you work out and you lift and you lift and you lift and you lift and you lift. And everyone else sees your muscles grow. And bro, you got guns. We get it. And you still see a noodle. When you look in the mirror, Mm -hmm. there are people with body dysmorphia for every pieces of their body, their nose, their stomachs, their ankles, their feet, their chest, their stomach, everything. Every part of their body can be morphed into this thing that isn't actually real. So there is these deeply ill people who look at themselves in the mirror and see Jabba the Hutt when they actually look like Kate Moss, they really honest to God believe that they weigh 400 pounds, that their stomachs are massive, even though their stomachs are flat. A lot of individuals with anorexia and bulimia have body dysmorphia and that's why they continue these sick behaviors that cause them to have physical health problems beyond what is considered a normal amount because they still see fat. They still see disformation. They still see ugly. Um, there are people who pick their face because they think that they're hideous. They're ugly. They're awful. There are people who obsess about plucking their eyebrows or obsess about plastic surgery that think mm-hmm. that their faces cannot be fixed. And Oh God, if I just had one more rhinoplasty, my nose would be perfect. Body dysmorphia can be extreme. And it can also be very subtle and work its way into your life in ways that are actually worse. Um, I guarantee you everybody at this table and 90% of our listeners have some form of body dysmorphia. Yep. Tell me yours. Oh, man. I think I realized I have some body dysmorphia probably about a year ago. Okay. Um, I mean, you guys all see me. I'm staring at you. (laughs) (laughs) I can go, I can easily say and tell people I look like a whale. I can look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, I can't, I can't wear this. Like I am a whale and I probably weigh realistically. And that's the nice thing is I am realistic. I probably weigh 
135, 140 right. pounds. I was going to say 140. Yeah. 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 But I see myself whale. And I'm like, I can't wear this. I would say it mostly focuses in my thighs. Okay. And my butt, mm-hmm. which I said is a positive thing. Are earlier. you trying to make it a positive? Are you I forcing am. yourself to I look at it positively? I am because people say it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Do I see it as that? Depends on the day. Okay. Depends on who's touching it. <laughs> <laughs> if I like it or not. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I just am not comfortable wearing anything. Because I feel huge. Just massive. And I see it in the mirror. Like, I have to be very, very careful with mirrors Mm. around my house. Yeah, but if you're not wearing anything in front of the mirror, then you're going to be like, oh, it might be even worse. Depends on the time of day. (laughs) Morning time. Okay, yeah. Morning time, because I haven't eaten yet. I haven't drinking anything. I'm like, damn, Amanda, you're looking good. See, I feel like I look better naked than with clothes on. Yes, I agree. Which I literally can't fucking stand, because obviously you can't be naked in public without people getting Mm -hmm. upset. It's really unfortunate. I really just feel like most human beings look better naked. Like clothes just aren't flattering. They're just not. You want to picture my dad naked? No, no I you don't. Can. No, fuck that. There you go. No, I just got that in my head. Yeah, That's awesome. Enjoy that. No, enjoy that image no, right there. No, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, no, mm-hmm. no. Now he's doing poses. I How hate about that? you so much right now. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so, not, so not everybody. Twitching yeah. of the eye. Um, I feel like we have shamed people into this body dysmorphia. Yep. My hair, I said that is one of my favorite things. I look in my at my hair all the time. I'm like, you fucking frizzy bitch. <laughs> See, how dare you? So did we all exist? lie? I did. I lied. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> I totally lied. Now let's go back to those questions. No, and did we lie? lie? Yeah, I still like my beard. Okay. What else? I, did I you don't say? like my hair though. Yeah, I hate the. I hate my frizzy hair. Yeah. Um, I was thinking. Not so much anymore because I don't fucking care. I'm, I'm I'm getting older. But when I was younger, I hated going in, in front of, in the pool with my friends with my shirt off. Mm, okay. I wasn't ever like I was always like chubby, not fat. You know, just pudge. Yeah. So that's one thing, I guess. Did you wear your shirt in the pool? I tried not to because that's even more dorky. Mm. It just as long as you just get stay under the water, no one can see your chest. You just see your head. Now I'm like. That's true. So we are all going on a retreat (laughs) in 2022, correct? Not all of us. Not all of us. I mean, he can't. Not the man here. He's not allowed to. The three women. It's a reading retreat. Oh. We're going to spring training, baseball. If it's happening. Yeah, if it happens. Fuck, That's my retreat. I have already been thinking about the fact that I need to be going to the gym because I know there's a pool. (laughs) Don't feel sad for me. Don't. That's the thing is, don't be sad because I am like cognizant of it and aware of it and i think part of like being able to be like that is to help try and fix it i know i'm like i'm gonna get your butt in that home gym it's right there like you're gonna have to be in a bathing suit in front of all these women you don't know but no one cares but when you're so deep in this body image issue how do you get yourself out of that i if i could tell you i would do it (sighs) people judge even if you, people you can't all lie. go, oh yeah, yeah, you look great. They're going to be like, oh, she's got a little on the side. Look at that little cellulite. Like, oh, and you might think, look at her cellulite. I have it too. But even you recognizing that person's cellulite is judging in a way. Back to the retreat. You guys are going to retreat <laughs> to read. Yeah. God, you guys are fucking nerds. Yeah. Well, the retreat is supposed to go like hang out and like horseback and hike and stuff. But you guys are just gonna be hanging are. by the pool and just reading the same book and go, oh my god, did you read that chapter? Oh my god, did you read that chapter? <laughs> That sounds so lame. 
It's a dream come true. Listen, read the book. Can go read die. the book and then go to the retreat. And we then are. Talk. We're going to read a book and talk about that book on the retreat. We're oh. also going to have a book that we're going to give oh. to people at the retreat, and we're also going to exchange books on the retreat. Suck a dick. But it's, it's not like be amazing. Like six hours a day, you guys are just reading. No, no. Oh, okay. We're going to Nashville. We're gonna go. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're gonna go to a bookstore like in Nashville. No, we're going to Nashville. And we're staying in a mansion. Ooh. A mansion. A nice. mansion with a pool. That sounds pretty fun. With a pool. Apparently, nice. <laughs> all ladies on the pool. All ladies of cool. all ages. Of all ages, literally. I am probably no. I'm not the youngest. Twelve year olds. You guys no. are no. <laughs> Who's the youngest? Who do you think? Ada just turned twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. all the way up to how old is Allie? Cindy. Oh, Allie. No, Cindy's. In her 80s. No, but Allie might be the youngest. I know she's oh, in graduate she's true. school. That's true. And all sizes of human beings. Yes. And it's yes. not about going for anything other than reading and hanging out with human beings who like books. And this is how we promote positive body images that we do shit like this. There you go. I like that. Right? Because it's a good reframe. It has yep. nothing to do with being next to the pool. It's it's July. It's hot in Nashville. Yeah. And that, Fuck my clothes. Like, thing I'm I was probably going to be naked most of the time. FYI. Now, what I was saying, like, I'm getting older and I just don't care anymore. The other thing, too, is I've looked towards, I think, one thing with the body image. You should look towards people that are positive. Like mm-hmm. I know ladies look to Adele because she's uh, she was like this chubby thing and now she's like a pencil and yeah. So she's like that's the lady. My version is like I Zach Galifianakis Adele. and mm-hmm. like Charlie Day from like Always Sunny Adele. in Philadelphia. Like I look to these guys and like they look just like me, act like me, and they're fine with their bodies. They're they're killing yeah. it. So I that's how I look. That's at the it. thing about Adele. Um, Lauren, uh, excuse me, Madame without a mic just made a face at Adele, which is fine. Everyone's allowed to their well, wrong opinions. Uh, it's whoever fine. your Adele is, whoever your Charlie Day is. But Adele never, never, mm-hmm. ever, ever said, I'm chubby and I want to lose weight. Right. Ever. Yeah, but she just did it. She just did it because she wanted to. Well, obviously, she didn't say it like publicly, but like she probably looked in the mirror and go, wow. No. But why'd she do it? She said she actually just met, she became friends with a personal trainer. And she was like, I just want to work out. Bullshit. I don't know, man. I can't say she why anyone. She product else. and she needs to sell shit. Like, I'm all for it. She looks great. She lost a lot of fans because like, she lost weight. I'm not chubby and then lost 100 pounds. She's still chubby. Yeah, but. Bro, on. she's a size she 10. She does not look the same as no, she No, she doesn't. But she's a size 10, which is more than this country allows you to be. But I, I mm-hmm. guess it's good for the ladies to, to think like, oh, it's no, okay. I just. I didn't think anything was wrong in with me. I just country, wanted to get healthy. Okay. The size that most people think that women should be is a four. I am wearing a size four in Old Navy, but that equals a size six in uh, Nordstrom Rack, and that equals a size eight in Sheehan, and that is a size two in American Eagle. I can buy the same pair of jeans in four sizes mm-hmm. and fit into all of them the same. Yep, I'm a size. I'm wearing a size six right now, the largest size I have ever worn. A six. Yeah, I used. You know to, that I grew up Mon- being a, like a double zero. Marilyn Monroe was in today's. St- it's interesting. It's like inflation, right? Mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe back then was a size four, but in today's measurements, Marilyn Monroe would have been a size twelve. I see nothing wrong with that. I hate mm-hmm. the sizes. I hate the sizes. I hate the sizes. That's why I wear uh, joggers now. Yep. Oh, I love joggers. Yeah, they're just like fancy sweatpants. Fancy basically. sweats. And they change because the sizes change every year. Every year. Every year. 
in every brand. Mm-hmm. You are not the same size in one brand that you are in another. Ever. Same, same with dudes. Yeah, no, I know. It but sucks. They being don't do under... our waist measurements. You guys are a 32, 34. Those, those vary sometimes, though, too. No, I know, but yeah. we have to deal with something like a six in it. Like, they don't take our waist, an actual measurement of mm-hmm. our waist. It's you're a size zero, what which about means length? you're perfect. Your no, length? there's no length. There's it's no. either. It's oh, I know. No. Short, medium, no. tall. Short, medium, and tall. They don't. No. no. Do like 34, 30, <laughs> no. oh. Nope. Short, medium, tall. Well, I got to say, uh, being a dude under 5'10", I've never found a pair of jeans that fit me perfectly. No. They're, I don't even think it's medium. It's regular. It's regular. They call you regular. Sh- petite or short? They, call, they say short. And yeah. tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Regular. You're a regular And you person. don't even get that in every fucking brand. <laughs> there is varied brands that have the short, regular, and tall. And there are some that's just like, here's a size six, fucking deal with it. But... <laughs> Going back to Wait men, a minute. my <laughs> partner was jean shopping, which is a new Fuck thing jeans. for I'm us so to do together. <laughs> I got to do something. And he is, I don't know, maybe a, oh, this is going to be bad. 33. Is that a size? That's about <laughs> what I am. That's, that's hard to find. Yeah. He bought a size 33, which is he is normally. How tall is he? Uh, uh, You're terrible. 5'7", 5'8". I don't know. How tall are you? I'm like 5'4". Okay, how much taller? How where does your head come to him? Is he taller In than the perfect me? Perfect spot. <laughs> Aww. that's great. So he's probably like five nine, five ten. Yeah, five ten. Sure. Yeah, let's go there. Okay. He may he'd probably want me to say like five eleven, six foot. But. So let's go five ten because that's probably accurate. <laughs> okay. And how much does he weigh? I don't know. I don't. We don't. We do not weigh ourselves. I don't weigh myself. We do not weigh ourselves. I don't either. But he bought these jeans, size thirty three, mm-hmm. way too big. He put them on, and they were. Protruding out. Yeah. Protruding. I was like, Could no, no, fit no. A bas- yes. A basketball. Correct. Yeah. And so he went back, bought a size 30, and he it, he was in the best mood. He's like, this is the best day. I think I'm going to oh always buy God. these jeans. They're way too big. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I was 34 three for a long time. Smaller. And when I finally got to the 32, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Kevin Here just come went, the ladies. Kevin just went up from a 32 to a 34, and it broke his heart. See, it's not only women. That dude needs to. He looks good right now. Though. He looks fucking great right but now. But you can even, tell. Even Nana was like, hey, I know. look at Kevin. I told her to prepare herself. I was like, prepare yourself. My husband looks he, really good. He does have a little gut on him. He oh, looks like sure. he drinks beer, which is I know, which it. is crazy. His, you know what he his, does? He has a bigger beer. He eats fast food and sits in his truck. Yeah. The man needs I would say, activity. I, yeah, I'd say work on that. But, you know, I dad, bod, dad bod's I'm kind of in right now. Oh, speaking of dad bod. Shall we talk about dad bods real quick? Let's do it. I mean, I'm down. So, what type of body is ideal? Hey, mom bods, mom. I'm just, bro. No, mom. No, thank you, mom bods for sure. Stretch marks. Yes, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what those are? Battle scars. Yep. Those are beautiful. I just means that you know she puts out. She's a mom. She's had kids, so she's had. If I had a fucking thing to turn you down, I would right now. I would turn you She's off. like, I want control. I want to turn you <laughs> I off. I want the buttons. What type of body is ideal? The following shows the percentage of adults who believe in these different bod types. Athletic body. 54% of men say they appreciate an athletic body, and 43% of women say they appreciate an athletic body. Dad bod. 30% of people say that they love a dad bod if they are over the age of 30. 12% of people between the ages of 18 and 30 appreciate a dad bod. Curvy women body, only 34% of men wow. say they want a curvy woman. 
and 11% of men say they want model thin. What the fuck is in between? What is in between? I think that goes back to just an overarching question because I see a lot on social media of women promoting their body image and I'm like a size, I'm a plus size model and Mm. she's maybe, it depends what you think of plus size. Mm -hmm. Or I'm a medium size model, I'm a size eight and people are like, you should not be promoting this like you're not big enough shame. you're not big enough right you, ha- you need to like, be bigger you're not to a plus this. size mo- fuck you and it's dude. i like, think it's leading to an overarching I, what is the middle what's the I middle have no idea. what are the you rules you can't be an average size person <laughs> <laughs> what are the fucking rules producer um let's talk about how our body image i do have it I I know you do. I'm just going to talk and I'm not going to let there be dead air. Like that's not happening. Clearly. The rules. Oh Christ. What are the rules? What are the rules? Oh Christ. I'm singing again. <laughs> what are the rules? When you've just turned black and you can't switch back. Well, you gotta go and find out the rules. What are the rules? What are the <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No. <laughs> wow. Rules. From Always Sunny. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They turn black. They turn black. And they don't know what the rules are. Like, what are they allowed to talk about? What are they allowed New to say? New season of Always Where Sunny out now. Go? <laughs> By the way, and they just amazing. don't know what the rules are. And sometimes we don't know what the fucking rules yep. are. Like COVID. That's my big thing with everything. With COVID. Like, I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> what, what are the rules? Yeah. Do I wear a mask? Do I not? Am I vaccinated? Am I not? What the fuck? I've had my booster. Does that mean I'm extra special? <laughs> Let's talk about body image and sex. Mm. Where's my echo? Body image and sex. Ow. Um, Girls in the lower ages um, who experience poor body image are more likely to engage in sexual activity. So girls between the ages of six and ten who experience poor body image are more likely to engage in sexual activity for the first time between the ages of 12 and 15. I feel weird putting the sexy music on. No, now. you're they, fine. You're talking about like six-year-olds. No, six no, it's fine. <laughs> it's weird putting Barry White. A little bit. It's all right. Uh, 50% of women say they are their own worst critics and that their body image directly affects their sex drive. Yep. Yeah? Relationship, sex drive, everything you yeah. can imagine. Right? Yep. Like, how does your... Okay, okay. Madame, stop it. Why would you turn that down? Madame without a microphone. Do you ever feel like you don't want to have sex because you're not hot? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Like, what does it do, though? Like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like my ass is fat or my belly's fat or... Yeah, like belly. Yeah? Okay, do you ever... Do you ever specifically request a sex position because you don't want to appear... Unattractive? Yes. Like which one? I like just laying there and doing nothing. Yes, right? Because then your stomach is flat. Flat. Right? Yeah. And then you push your tits together. So yes. like bigger. Yes. That is the most vulnerable position. I would just like to let you know also. So that's very interesting. Because you're literally sitting there where the guy can just stare at you and is in control and on top. And you're letting... Then be in control of you. I feel like I always wear like doggies, like the one that. Oh, well, yeah, because then no one can see your yeah. fucking fupa. <laughs> or just the face, too. Also. 
<laughs> but like if you're on top, you gotta own that shit. Cause all like when you let go and you are confident in your body and you're just fucking going, it doesn't matter what's coming out. When you're not next to me. So I I'm yes. serious. I'm serious. Go ahead. I enjoy on top. Yeah, I would too. prefer. Well, every woman would because that's how the clitoris gets fucking aroused yes. right there. Hi. But my body confidence issues. Hello. Horrific. I'm yeah. going to squish this man yeah, for to sure. death, but I'll right. be able to collect life insurance. <laughs> At least. So, <laughs> one positive thing. Going for you. <laughs> I mean, I got to pick and choose here. It's truly. Right. So I, I deal with all thing. being on top. 80% of women say that they need direct clitoral stimulation in order to have an orgasm. Yes. The best position for clitoral stimulation is girl on top because she can ride the pelvic bone of the man and stimulate the clitoris while he's up in there and ex excited about what's happening with his life. But being on top means that your stomach is hanging out, your tits are like flopping down, you're, you're pushing, you're grinding, but that is the most likely position for a female to have a non- uh, assisted orgasm. So you can have an assisted orgasm if you m manually stimulate your clitoris during doggy style or during man or during missionary, or you use a vibrator during sex. Um, but non-manually stimulated, it just a free form. Hello. Do you want to come in? What just happened? I mean. Girl on top is going to be the most productive for yes. orgasms for everybody. But it's also the least productive when it comes to body image mm -hmm. issues. And that sucks. Body image affects our sexuality in so many fucking ways. Okay. Have you ever felt self-conscious during sex? She's, she's talking to me. Um, I am. Again. Sorry. Producer. Uh, I mean, not really. Okay. 14% of men recently polled said that they felt self-conscious during sex. Do you want to guess I am the number of women who, guess, who have said that they have felt self-conscious during sex? Do you want to guess? 96. <clears throat> wow. That is so fucking close. Dang. 92. 92% of women. Plus or Mar minus a few margin errors there. So. Here's the thing. It's not just body. It's do I smell funny? Mm -hmm. Am I making weird noises? Oh. Is my Am I good face enough? Okay? okay, then yeah, I definitely do. Is Am I my turning him on? Vagina beautiful enough? Do I have a porn star mouth? Did I shave good? Dude, farting. Farting is so hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard not to fart. It's yeah. hard not to fart. There's she's a like, lot of pressure. He's on top of you squishing you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on your pelvic. Your intestines. Yeah. <laughs> Might be good for you, ladies, but it's great. Actually. Beware. I'm just saying. Let's talk about what people think the other gender wants and talk about what they actually want. Men think women want a BMI of 27, fuck BMIs, and a body fat of 14%, which is considered a slim defined muscles. Women actually prefer a BMI of 26 and a body fat of 15, which is less slim or more slim and less defined muscles. I don't know. I actually prefer the dad bod. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I really yeah. like the dad bod. That's my personal I was thinking, I, not, I wasn't really self-conscious 
about the sex thing until you talk about like the other like bodily functions. Yeah. But I'm thinking by the time I've gotten the lady into the mood and everything, like doesn't matter now. Like before, now I like it matters what I look like. Yeah. But if I got her in the the sack, now mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I'm not trying to sell like an ass. We're you know, there. Yeah. Like yeah, I did what it. What am I figure? What, I don't know. It doesn't does matter it? what my belly looks like. She's she knows what I look like. like yeah. Hello. Uh, well, I think it's also because actually that's a great point because women do a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors to look a certain yeah, way. Yeah, we'll the lights off. No, I'm saying like yeah, come on, that's one of them. We now. wear spanks. Yep. We wear Makeup. slimming outfits. We can do things with clothes mm-hmm. and with makeup that make us look not like we normally do. And so then we take everything off, and it's like a Bridget Jones esque surprise. Capade. I'm here, and like here's the granny panties coming off, and here's my fupa. <laughs> pot and belly. A pot belly. Uh, women, be- uh, men believe that, um, excuse me, women believe men want a BMI of 21, which by the way is extremely unhealthy, FYI, and a body fat of 23%. Um, men actually prefer a BMI of 26 and 23% body fat, which is curvy and muscular. Um, that's, yeah, we want something to grab onto. Hello? Like, am I going to break you if I fuck you? Like, I don't want to break you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to break you in half. Uh, <laughs> research suggests that women with poor body image derive less satisfaction from sex due to t- distracting thoughts about their bodies. Furthermore, women with body image issues are less likely to initiate sex. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. Your partner shouldn't be the only one initiating sex. And I promise you having sex is much higher on their wants than to not have sex with you because you think you're fat. Like they don't see that. If you have a partner that's having sex with you regularly, if you have a partner that you're willing to have sex with, the fact that you're willing to have sex is probably like a high. Okay. Okay. From a guy's perspective. A female. That's me. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. A female mm-hmm. is interested in you. Okay. And she's curvy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to fucking bone. Are you going to be like, mm, you're curvy. I'm good. Or are you going to be like, yay, let's bone. I've I've luckily had the, <clears throat> I've dated a, a very voluptuous woman. Who You've I, also dated a very androgynous woman. And what do you Ammo. mean? Ammo. Oh, that's what I was saying. I, I have, that's what I was getting to. It's the spectrums. I've had the very curvy and like the very petite. Mm-hmm. I like both. So it's I'm just, like, it, it, I have to be, well, yeah. I think I like communication both. is huge in this arena. And I dated a girl that's kind of like right in the middle too. You did. Yeah. yeah Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. I think, okay. What does Dr. Wallace have to say about this? Like, does he ever compliment you on specific parts of your body that you specifically don't find attractive? you feel like you need bigger boobs so you feel like there's a group of men out there going you'd be hotter but only if you had bigger tits he likes big boobs and you don't feel like yours are big enough no so you try to like try to make your boobs yeah and i'm gaining weight and i'm digging the titty fat you know yeah i love titty fat (laughs) oh my god it's the first place i gain weight and the first place i lose weight and it's really upsetting it is. It's upsetting. 
I love titty fat. It's great. I have a bra specifically for when I gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite bra because it makes my boobs look phenomenal. Um, but it only works when I'm like at a certain weight and it doesn't work right now. Uh, why do you think that you, but like just because he likes big boobs doesn't mean he doesn't like your boobs. No, and I think they're fine. Honestly, there's nothing about me that I would change. Good. Wow. I know. Good for you. I like, I like being here and listening because it's, it's very insightful. Good. <laughs> Do you have any issues? Like, what is your biggest issue when you have sex with your significant other right now? Like, what is it that you're constantly focused on mm. in the moment? I can tell you right now, mine's my stomach. I'm literally thinking. Yeah. My same. fat, like, is he mm -hmm. looking at my stomach? Does he? This is the man I've been with for 17 years who literally slaps my ass daily and tells me how hot I am. And I'm still... Thinking to myself, girl, you could lose like 20 pounds. Is your stomach rubbing on him? Right. Can he feel yes. the flap? Can he feel Can the Can he rolls? feel the roll? Yep. That roll right yep. there, right at the fucking thigh, yep. that thigh fat. Especially when you're on stomach. top and you're Bitch, right. yeah, I can't. Like, Do you feel it? Do you feel the roll? Yep. Do you feel, is that sexy for you? Is I would hot? say mine's the stomach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot thighs. of I love my thighs, man. He holds on like his life depends on it. I can't love my thighs yet. What does he? I think he loves everything about me. I then think why no can't we love everything Mine about ourselves? Mine is for sure generational. Bro, tell me, what did your person instill in you when you were a child that made you feel this way? Love my mom. Okay. Great. Like, I would like to preface Let's that. Preface I love this. my mom. You know, okay. Hi, mom. Official sponsors. In case, in case she listens. I'm going to go ahead and because. say no to official sponsors <laughs> for moms. Uh, maybe not. Okay. My mom. <laughs> okay. And so, some, some moms. moms. <laughs> in case my mom decides to listen. In Hello, case she mom. Does. I Hi, do mom. love you. There you go. <laughs> um, body image, her thighs. It was always very much mm. that, oh, I didn't have these thighs until I had kids. I didn't have these thighs until I got pregnant. And I got the thighs. And I became more than 100 pounds. You understand that thighs are meant so that we can actually yes. push, push humans childbearing. through yes. our vaginal canal. Mm -hmm. okay. And she was under 100 pounds before she had children. Right. So she never gained enough weight to have right. those thighs. Your body so, won't let you have kids yep. if you physically can't have kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I always grew up with, I'm too fat, I look fat in this. And it's still an issue for every single woman in my family, in my immediate family. Wow. We all deal with it so i see that it's a generational concern because we all deal with it yeah so i would say i have not come to terms with my thighs okay. i know i'll probably you may never i'll push those children out real nice and good hopefully <laughs> easy breezy yeah. c-section baby you got them uh, yes. childbearing hips <laughs> yep mm. they will just come on out hopefully mm -hmm. but otherwise thunder thighs all the time stop see? that's the worst phrase I, but that's how i feel no one's walking around creating earthquakes with their thighs. I say that I do. In an age where Kim Kardashian is one of Hello. Those, I yeah. don't, yeah. Oh, that's hard. Lizzo. Right? Come on, it's in. It's in. Ooh, Just find me embrace a Liz it like the, the dad me, bod like I do. Find me a Lizzo song, would okay. you? Oh, I love her. You want to take I a break too. real quick? Um, actually, yes, I do. We're going to come back and we're actually going to talk about... Um, 
hooking up with people. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> We're going to talk about fucking celebrities. Uh, so this is actually a really great spot to continue listening and not to stop. Don't stop. Uh, can't stop. Uh, we're also going to talk about our friend Amanda and her life because we did this podcast backwards um, for your benefit, dear. Uh, we talked about body image and now we're going to talk about fucking people. Yeah, we are. We're also going to talk about your life growing up. Um, great segue, by the way, talking about your mom. I love that. Uh, we're done with body image. We are now going to get into having vicarious sex uh, with random humans who eventually become famous or who are currently famous. Um, it's a good time. Come back. Come back. Don't miss it. Don't miss something off your chest have a burning sex question call now for a chance to be live on air with what's your position 513-6969 that's 513-6969739 we will answer your questions hear your comments and play you live on air call us soon your position sexy moment in tv and movie history how would you lose your job i having sex with everybody in the office everybody i was very depressed after tommy died it was a lot of people we don't have to talk about it. thanks how many were there 11 wow i know i'm not gonna talk about it anymore okay Ask you one more question. Were there any women? Yes. Really? Yes. What was that like? Hot. Jesus Christ. Was it like older women, a sexy teacher that wants to seduce you? Made me sit on her lap and do things. Yeah. What? You sat on her lap? Mm-hmm. She told you what to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, Nikki hated when I talk like this. I mean, you feel like such a pervert. Maybe we should change the subject. I don't mind it. You don't, do you? Yeah. Welcome back, fellow humans. Okay. A couple things. This is the first time I'm hearing the theme music, and I'm fucking jamming out over here. Second, I have no idea what that's from. However, however, 
Madame without a microphone, if you can do your thing where you do the things and you do the things and you make the things happen. Ma'am? Uh, it was Jennifer Lawrence in Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, I've that's, never seen that That's movie. correct. I haven't seen it either. <gasps> <laughs> she's, she's, she's leaving. leaving. <laughs> okay. I... Was, I Really? I looked up sexiest scenes. And, that was hot. And I, I, I watched it. I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty good. And Bradley I knew, Cooper's and hilarious. I knew both of those voices. Mm-hmm. Yep. I knew those voices. It's like when you see a cartoon and like you know who's voicing the cartoon. You're like, Who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, oh, good one. Yeah. So that's a new segment we're going to do. Uh, uh, on the on the show, um, we're gonna have a sexy moment in TV and movies, and we're gonna see who can guess it. And bravo to Madame without a microphone um, for getting the first one. I'm really proud of you. Good job for knowing the sexy movie. Hey, <laughs> that wink was awful. By the way, don't ever wink again. It. Don't ever wink again. Maybe it was because it was directed towards me, wow. but I really enjoyed it. No, it was directed towards <laughs> me, which is why it was bad. <laughs> By the way, I told you guys I bought a new vibrator. I'm really stoked. So I heard about the Lilo clit sucking vibrator. Whoa. On Amazon. And I went and I, I bought it. And it was from China and it was not great. It like sputtered and like dangerous. <laughs> Sorry. <It's> dangerous. <laughs> Almost like a vacuum that doesn't work properly. And I decided to treat myself uh, on Black Friday. And they were having a 75% sale and I got a $120 vibrator for $40. Wow. Girl. And it is, has seven modes. And the reason I bring this up is because, hi, that right there, there were some women. Yeah. I think that in porn, we were just talking about this at the break, like why do women watch lesbian porn? And it's because it's done correctly, mm-hmm. I think that the clitor- the clitoral region is stimulated more appropriately. I don't want to see a guy jam a dick down a girl's throat. It makes me gag as a girl. And I don't want to see 17 dudes shove dicks in orifices because that makes my vagina hurt as a female. Um, and some girls like that. I personally don't. I like to I'm see... I'm not a fan. I feel sorry I for the... I hate that. It's like, come on. She's a lady. She's yeah. a lady. She's an actress. She's a lady. A professional actress. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Talking about my little lady. <laughs> it's Tom Jones. I want to see beautiful things happen to the clitoris and that's why I watch lesbian porn and I think that this new vibrator is going to introduce me to a world of gorgeous things happening to my clitoris and I'm I very excited. I cannot wait to hear about it. I know, right? I'm stoked. Is I, yeah. Did you find it? Of course you did. <laughs> my poor cousin. <laughs> see you. She's right? Take her to dinner. But she always knows her place. She's got style, Wait. she's got grace. She's a winner. What did she what did he just say? She's a lady. She always knows her place. Oh, she's a lady. Talking about my little lady. And the lady is a mile. I am no one. She's got style, she's got grace, she's a winner. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, she always knows her place. Yeah, he said that. in the kitchen? Like, Uh-oh. Where is her place? In the bedroom. Ready? Right here. 
but she always knows her place. She's I will kick you in the face. She's a lady. <laughs> oh man, Tom Jones. I can see his face. Talking about little lady. Alright, we're talking um, about your vibrator. Yeah, well. We're talking about sex. And we're gonna talk about how to own your sexuality. And in order to do that, we have to introduce the person who's been sitting with us for the last hour. Hey. Amanda, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, it's been a great time. I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad that you shared your experience before you shared your life history. Because um, you have a very interesting <laughs> um, sexual past that we're going to get into. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where were you born? Mm-hmm. Where'd you grow up? Who are your parents? Do you have siblings? Go. Absolutely. So I was born in San Diego. Ooh, okay. California. Hey, hey. Yeah. What part? What part of San Diego? Um, Like the actual city? No, northern. Like Escondido? Around there. Okay. I lived in Escondido for a couple of years. I, just, I thought I was asking. Okay. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. She's trying not to be as, as, as... Oceanside or... Uh, or Vista, Vista or San Marcos. Yeah. San Marcos. Oh, yeah. yeah All of them. I am trying to keep a little bit hidden. Of a low, of a low pro. A yes. little of a low pro. We got it. We got it. No worries. No worries. Um, you were born in San Diego. Salt and Sea. That's where you're from, right? Yeah. Salt and Sea. Ocotillo. Temecula. Perfect. So did you go to junior high, high school in San Diego? I did um okay. i grew up there great do you have siblings i do i have one sister older oh yeah how is your relationship um it is good now growing up obviously we had some competitiveness sure but now how many years apart are you she is six years older okay yeah I, you know it's i, I always ask this question mm-hmm. and people probably wonder why i'm obsessed with other people's siblings because my siblings are my best friends and i love She's them my best friend, yep. more than any other mm-hmm. human i literally love them more than my husband and i don't say that yep. about many people like i it's a hard actually it's physically upsetting that i said it it's physically hurts it hurts <sighs> Husband Kevin Weller, I love you so much. He doesn't even listen. He's never listened to one episode. It's fine. <laughs> but my siblings do. Hi. Um, so your parents, were you close with them growing up? Yes. Parents married the whole time? Parents still married? Um, no, my parents divorced after about 26, 27 years of marriage. Holy shit. Yep. Well, I was just going into graduate school. Why? Why go that long and stop? Um, Why? Was there a infidelity? reason? Infidelity. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to say the best way. Okay. Infidelity. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's for the best. Was it? I think so. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. Actually, I could say this probably all of growing up. It's probably for the best. Okay. Um, They're both with partners that I love. I love their new partners. I think okay. that they're better off with their new partners. <sighs> Yeah, it's I don't know what it is. I don't know what my aversion to like divorce is. Probably I actually do because my mom got divorced and remarried five times. That's oh, actually probably yep. aversion. That's 100%. probably what it is. That's, that's fucking fine. That's the therapist I can say that's yes. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I just really want people to work it out. <laughs> they tried. My parents ah, did try. They man. did try. I am glad. Go listen though. back to the last episode with Heck. Oh, I love heck. It can't. It can work. It can't yeah, happen. We had a we had a guy la- on the last episode who talked about taking a time out. 
and mm-hmm. he separated from his wife for eight months and they came back together and they're strong as ever. They've been get together 27 years. Wow. Right. No infidelity. There mm-hmm. wasn't, it was just a, it was just a heavy time, but God, even I just, I feel like infidelity is such a bullshit reason. I'm sorry to break up. Like just say that you want an open marriage. Like, just talk about fucking other people. How to do with lack of sex? No, of course it does. No, absolutely it does. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about maybe introducing like a non-committal relationship that is sex-based so that your partner can be fulfilled. You're not the only person in the Mm -hmm. world who can fulfill your partner sexually, but you might be the only person who can fill them emotionally. Sorry. Excuse me. We should probably discuss non-monogamy at another time, and that's fine. But <laughs> I don't think I I'm ready for that. Don't necessarily think that a long-term relationship is going to succeed without introduction of other human beings at some point. I would be down for like a place I go to. No, absolutely. Yeah, that you never oh, that my partner never gets to see that person again. We're this this episode's coming out soon. Kevin and I were talking about going to a sex club and we signed yeah. up for one and I, you have to actually be approved like by the fucking person and we have to do a phone interview and we are approved right now, but we have to do a phone interview. Mm-hmm. And then we're allowed to go to the sex club and watch other people have sex or have sex ourselves mm-hmm. and have people watch us or go fuck other people who the fuck knows. The first time we go is probably just going to be me drinking at the bar and Kevin being like, she's hot, she's hot, <laughs> she's hot, she's hot, she's hot. And I'm going to be like, yes, yes, no, no, no. Her? Yeah. And him being like, I don't care. <laughs> Do they ask for a STI, STD test before you go? No. Interesting. They ask that you use condoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that well, I'm just space. like thinking that's how the porn world the is. Brothel. Right. The brothel. <clears throat> well, no, just porn the professional porn stars. They have to like yeah. weekly or daily, like mm-hmm. almost daily, yeah. take STI tests just to make sure that they, there's a clean. very extensive. I'll go over it when we do yeah. finally get accepted. I'm really excited to like get accepted and go as throw a, almost like a psychological experiment and be like an anthropological person who goes into this world just to kind of look and see what's going on. Like, I just find it fascinating. Let's throw a hidden GoPro on you or something. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) They'll kill me. There's no video recordings allowed (laughs) whatsoever. Um, So infidelity, sorry. That's okay. Off topic. Um, Parents got divorced. You Mm -hmm. were in grad school, so that probably didn't affect you as if you were nine. Correct. Let's say. Yep. Thankful. Thankful that I was older Mm -hmm. when they got divorced because I think that... Did you see a lot of love in your household growing up? Like, what was it like in your house... Um, it was very much, my dad was very sexual. Okay. He liked to talk about sex. I always, I grew up talking about sex. Great. No matter how old I was, sex was a topic. Whereas my mom was probably a little bit more reserved. Okay. So I do think that that was, you know, a divide a little bit. So you look at it as a divide rather than a balance. Yes. I think it was more of a conflict rather than a congruence. Due to the responses that. Like I remember hearing. So like your dad would say things that were like more open and honest. Maybe inappropriate, like random times, inappropriate okay. kind okay. of things. And your mom would scold him or yeah. be like, oh my like, God, don't do Jesus, that. don't do that, David. How Jesus. embarrassing. You, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, growing up, when you were in junior high, high school, do you remember, did you have a lot of boyfriends? Did you have a lot of people? No. Okay. Actually, um, I did not lose my virginity till I was 18. We don't, we don't say that phrase oh. on this podcast. 
I did not have sex. No, no, no. Did, when did you hit a home run? Until I was 18. Okay. So that's your sexual debut, right? It doesn't mean penetration. It means when did you hit the home, when did you hit the mental home run of sexuality for yourself? Until I was 18. Great. Perfect. Who is it with? Same here. Oh, <laughs> amazing guy. <laughs> I'm sure. He was like my crush. Oh, in yes. What, middle school? Oh, God. And then I transferred to a different high school. And then senior year, we somehow connected and we went to different high schools. And he was my crush for oh. like years. And somehow I snagged him and I was like, take whatever you want. <laughs> take all of me. This is my dream come true. Dream come true. I had that too. I had yes. my elementary school crush. Yes. Ashley Bach. Like. Oh. Ten years later, we got to ma- we didn't bone, but we got to make out hard, and it was like, yes, dude, yep. I did it. My junior high high school crush, Josh McCauley, Joshua Evan McCauley. I know his full fucking name. He smelled like Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, in a good way, in a great way. Okay, yeah, in a great way, um, like soap, like like fruity soap. He smelled so good. I remember like he came over to my house to hang out, and he like sat on a like sat next to a pillow, and I slept with that pillow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that kind of crush. <laughs> and uh, I got to have sex with him <laughs> later in life when I was like 19 and I came home to visit and I was like, I'm totally going to bone this guy. And I owned my sexuality and I totally went to his house and fucked him and then left. Yeah, great experience. <laughs> Did it. Bucket list done. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Checked it off the bucket list. Yep. <laughs> Woo. Uh, how did it feel to fuck your crush? Well, not good at first. <laughs> no, right? Because it was like Is it ever good at first? No, it's never. No. We have not had one person. I ask every single person about their, their home run. Not one person has had a positive <laughs> experience. I was probably the worst sexual partner Why? he's ever had. Why would you say that? Because I probably, honestly, I was. What'd you I do? I was so self-conscious. I never mm. took off my shirt or bra. Okay. So no um, tits involved. Yeah, no tits. Okay. <laughs> Um, I had to go to therapy when he broke up with me. Oh my God. <laughs> and I just remember my therapist being like, was this your first? And I'm like, yep. And he's like, mm, yeah. And I'm like, this is why I'm here. Like, I mean, I know. don't we all get traumatized <laughs> yep. by our first person? I remember my first. He still traumatizes me I'm to this day. I'm friends with the guy. Like, I'm not. To the point where like we're Instagram, you know, keep sure. up with each other. He has a... Madame without life. a microphone? I'm actually, you know what? You're just going to come on the the show. We're just going to skip you. We're just going to skip you for now. It's fine. Um, So then where did you go to school after high school? I went to the University of Wyoming. Why? Why not? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know it's in the middle of nowhere. Ming. <laughs> So my sister went there for undergraduate. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And so oh, right. although she was already graduated and uh-huh. into her life by the time I went there. Uh-huh. I you did that because your big sister with... did it. No, I Lies. did not. Yes, you no. Did. That yes. was my goal. Do not go to the same sister, like school that my sister you went did, to. You did, though. I want to be different. You did, though. I did. Yeah, because your sister Cause has it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. school was great. Because there's not 50 other states with 50 other fucking colleges that are just as fucking good. I tried. Did you? I did try. Okay. I went and toured so many hmm. and I still ended up in Wyoming. What was your major? Psychology. Wow. Really? Yes. Fantastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when did you go to the University of Wyoming? 
I prefer not to say. Okay. Gosh, that's okay. By the way, listener, <laughs> I'm going to pose questions to Amanda and she's she gets to opt out because what we're about to talk about could get her on TMZ. So just but don't FYI. call into TMZ anybody. Don't anyone call. Uh, you can call my. Actually, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, you yeah. could call. You, if you want to know more, you can actually call my hotline. There you go. Which is five one three six nine six seven three nine. That's not the number. Five one three. Let's try again. Six nine six nine seven three nine no, no no that's not the number yes <laughs> it is it's, yeah okay okay i guess it is oh but, god i'm sorry yeah five one three i made that six number. nine six nine six six nine six nine six where's my echo five one three six nine six nine that's real call so we can call that line, not TMZ, though. Right. Don't yeah. call TMZ. Okay. So you went to the University of Wyoming as Correct. a sexual um, novice. Yes. Okay. Only having had sex with one person. Okay, great. Yeah. And you went there and you went for psychology and you hooked up with what? A hundred people? <laughs> <laughs> I did keep a list. I was that person, you know. I did I rated, too. I, I did, rated. I did too. Yep. I did too. I think it was on like time. I just rated. I kept a list. Um, between my freshman and junior year, I was probably in the twenties. Okay, and thirties. Did it make you feel empowered? Were you like the kind of person that was like, "I'm gonna fuck you," and then I'm not gonna talk to you again? Like, bye. I was the kind of person like I'm gonna fuck you and I get what I want. Yeah. And all you other girls look what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. And don't come after them. And don't fucking and don't doubt don't. me. You peed on it. Yeah. You peed on yes. it. Yes. You peed on it. Yes. Okay. That was me. Yeah. Okay. Pee everywhere. University of, <laughs> of, that college. of Wyoming. Um, did you fuck anyone of of any memorable people that you had sex with at the University of Wyoming? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, there was a few, there was a few, a couple, I would say, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. one or two, maybe one or two. Um, would you say that it was like anybody who was creative or maybe anybody who was like athletic or like anybody like specific, like types of people? We had a Wyoming. That's gotta be a big football town. I mean, that's the only, the only thing to do in Wyoming is to watch football, mm -hmm. have sex mm -hmm. and drink. Mm hmm. Because the closest town to our college is 45 minutes away. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. So we're stuck. I would love to do a study on people in rural. rural it's not pretty. I've done rural. a few. It's a hard word to I say. I did suicide, domestic violence. Wow. All of that. Studies. Wow. And they're not pretty. No. If you're, if you're wondering that stuff. <laughs> who, who, like, did you, like, have sex with, like, baseball players? So. Like, football players? Like, who? I've had... Well, where do I start? I'll start from when I was ye the youngest going into my There older. you go. <laughs> there um, you go. When I was a freshman, young and... 18, 19. New into... It's, it's the alarm. It's fine. Okay. Young and new into college and the sexual world. We had a singer, artist, singer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Singer. Singer. Artist. Yeah. He, yeah. It's both. Yeah. Because it's more than just singing, right? Yeah, it's he like, did more than he singing. He did more than sing. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> come and perform. And we are a small, Why small did he college. come to your college? I'm sure they paid him well. Okay. 
But That's was it I for like a promotion of some no, sort? No, we just came to perform. We bought tickets in this little amphitheater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I ended up like third, fourth row. <laughs> I was I was very confident in my younger days. Give you know? me a, a time range. 2010, oh, um, 2015, 2007. 2012 to 2017. I'm yeah. What and did he see you and pull you on stage and so fuck you right then and there? I was really eyeing his backup dancers. I was like, mm, mm. oh yeah. I actually remember their names. I'm going to say them because that might give it away. It's fine. Uh, and I and I talked with them on Instagram for years after. But I was eyeing the backup dancers like, come on, come on. And then he had a twerking contest. No. On stage. No. Did you enter that? My best friend and I somehow got chosen. Oh no! And my white ass <laughs> on stage trying to twerk. What were you wearing? I was wearing a cheetah print, like of sheer. Of course you were. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sheer button down. Yes. And black jeans. Yes. Yes. I have a picture. So I'll have to show it I'm to so you. I'm so yeah. I do have a picture still. Oh dear God. Um, so I entered the twerking contest. I lost. That is oh. no surprise. Okay. <laughs> my best friend won. Great. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. And I thought it was the most amazing thing because we got to like side hug the performer. Like okay. that was our prize. And she got to like full hug Ooh. the performer. Okay. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. So after the concert ended, the backup dancers went out to like take pictures with people. Okay. And they're like, oh, you guys were on stage. Like come back and meet. Come back and meet them. I'm like, okay. So. <sighs> Um, we wait until all the meet and greets are done. My vagina is anxious (laughs) at the telling of this story. (laughs) We wait until all the meet and greets are done and we walk in and I will give away who I, who some, like one person that it was not. I will say this. One person that it was not. I walk in, I look at him. I said, are you the guy that was on Degrassi? No, he's not Drake. (laughs) No, he's not Drake. I had no idea. Oh my God. You didn't even know who he was? I mean, I knew his songs. I did know the songs. Oh my God. But I just was like excited and I forgot and I was vexed. Holy shit. And he just was like, no, I'm not Drake. (laughs) I was like, Cool. Well, I know. <laughs> like, I know your name. No, I know. Like, I know that. I couldn't like, remember. I didn't know if it was like a stage yeah. name or something. So we took pictures and then he was like, what is there to do in Wyoming? Like, we told him, you know, <laughs> well, minus the sex. I didn't say that. Oh, I was going to say. So yeah. you told him basically no, no, fucking no. I and said, farming, right? You know, like you can drink, like go downtown. Granted, I'm underage. You're 19. Yeah, right. I'm underage at this point. I'm not 21. Um, And so he was like, well, I can't go downtown. Like, I'm too famous. <laughs> Asshole. Wow. Red flag number one. Actually, there was a lot, but. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we'll go get alcohol. Underage. But, you know, 
We'll go get alcohol. Wait, why would you, as a 19-year-old, go get alcohol when he's a famous, too famous to go downtown? His manager did. He doesn't have his own alcohol. His manager did pay us back for it. No, did he? He did. Did he Venmo you? I don't remember. I didn't pay for it. Someone else did. My best friend, the one who won, paid for it. He did pay us back. I think in cash. She won the twerking contest and had to pay for booze. (laughs) And it was like, like, it was like. Merch money, too. That's rock and roll right there. It's fucking so, rock and roll. There's two hotels okay. in the city of the college. <laughs> there's two. We got like Holiday Inn and Hilton Best Express Western. or something like that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> there's sure. nothing. Sure. So he's like, meet us back at the hotel. Meet us back at the Best Western. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. So okay. we get the alcohol. We go back there. And I mean, next thing you know, Obviously, they have multiple rooms. There's backup dancers. There's the manager. There's the singer. Production. Who else is on a fucking concert? Like, who else? Odie's. Birch guy. Yeah. The, the bass player. <laughs> I don't know if there was merch. Or a bass player. <laughs> or a bass player. It's probably just like a DJ. It's probably just him and yeah, I think probably. Yeah, that sounds right, actually. Because yeah, no this band. was like a stadium, if you want to quote, sure. of like... 150 people max. Oh, that, dear that's what it could hold. An it's a very small. Yes. A theater. Okay. A theater. Not theater. even an amphitheater. No. Yeah. This was like the drama theater. Yes. Exactly. Where <laughs> all the plays. Capacity. <laughs> okay. Where all the plays were. Okay. So. But th- this was in the height of his. Hey, this. Like, yes. It was the heyday. Yes. Okay. 100%. All right. Um, so we get into the hotel room. Oh, my God. We're drinking. You and your friend and him. Oh, and a few. I. I was in a sorority. Of course you were. <laughs> so I did invite some sorority sisters. Thank God. Because, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to be alone. <laughs> Hi. I don't blame you. So, and the more the merrier. Um, so we are drinking and I have just no filter. Okay. And I'm like, I ask him about his relationship, who I will not say with who. No, because that'll give it away. Yeah. I ask about he his relationship. He was in a relationship yes. at the time, and it was very, oh. very public. Yes. I ask how his relationship is going. He's like, great. They did take our phones. I forgot wow. to mention They did take our phones. They took our phones. Is this Drake? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> they uh. This is God's plan, plan, guys. (laughs) We're hooking up with this dude. It's God's plan. It is God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Okay. Uh huh. So they took our phones. I asked about his relationship. He said it was going good. Drank a lot. The next thing I know, I'm in the hotel bathroom with him and one of my sorority sisters having a threesome. Hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I producing a podcast? I need to be a pop star, man. Holy fuck. Yeah. And having the threesome. Having And having the threesome. (laughs) And I knew I was very, very drunk because I knew I was like kind of coming in and out, you know? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I remember leaving the hotel and some basketball players picked us up. <laughs> they talked about TMC. <laughs> Holy <laughs> so shit. At that point, I did not get on there because I just remember my sorority sister and I kept yelling it. We just had, uh, we just had a threesome with, with yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Telling the entire With city. Drake, obviously. <laughs> with Drake, clearly. Um, the guy from Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back to my dorm room because oh, I was God. in the dorms. And I woke up in the morning in the dorm bathroom. 
Oh. Went back to my room and there was a guy in my bed. Who? <laughs> a very nice man. <laughs> Very nice man. He was so sweet. Not Drake. No, bless his heart. He just kept being like, you invited me over. I ran over from the bars. But then you kept (gasps) telling me you had sex with blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you came into bed and then you went to the bathroom and never showed back up. Oh, friend zone. So he waited there all night for me. Oh, he really wanted I know. He was a nice guy. Mm. And so I flew home that next morning. Okay. Did you ever hook up with blah, blah, blah again? No. But I did keep in contact with his backup dancers for a long time, for like a few years, three to four years after we would randomly touch base. Like his backup dancers danced for very famous like other people like Taylor Swift, Ariana. They really went around kind of the ranks of backup dancers. And so we kept in contact for a long time. But I never spoke with him again. I didn't want to. I kind of woke up in the morning and was like, did that happen? And then I touched base with my sorority sister and I was like, did that happen? And she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, that we, yeah, we did. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Okay. When was the athlete? Oh, what year was, maybe senior? Maybe senior. Can we say what sport? Football. Okay. Can we say what position? Do girls even know football positions? I do know the oh, oh she I know knows. my positions. Oh, okay. <laughs> what what was, do you think? I think so. Okay, quarterback. Oh, of course, of course. Hi. Come on. Was Not he, going for a lineman. What, what was he? The quarterback? Who? He was, was he? backup. Ah. Uh, I would like to say. Currently, he is not. I will uh, not say where he's at now. But he is a starting quarterback currently, right? Yeah. For, for right. a professional team? Yes. yes. Oh. We're not going to say the team. Okay. No, but yeah. He currently is here. in a team. No, there's a lot of fucking teams. There's like 30 teams. Wyoming is a very small school. Right. But also, we don't know that he went there. Correct. It's okay. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. He's the least of my worries. It's true. The other one was a major worry. This one is not a worry. I don't care about him. No. So he went to your school? Yes. And so he was a backup quarterback at my school at the time. Mm -hmm. And Did you date him? No. I don't date him. (laughs) (laughs) I just fucked. Yeah. (laughs) He was underage at the bars. Oh. Like out at the bars. Yeah, he could have gone to the bars. But also you bought... Alcohol for blank, blah, blah, blah. Underage. You did. My parents bought me those fake IDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost said his name Great right parents. now, by the way. Oh, we went out at it. <laughs> that would have been me raising my hand high. <laughs> I almost had an edit right now. Okay. So you met him at the bars. Uh-huh. And we had been kind of interested, I would say, a like few weeks. Flirty. Yeah, like flirty mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so finally, he invited me back to his to room. the locker room. No, <laughs> I'm like, where did he live? He lived in like an apartment. In the locker room. He did live in an apartment. Okay. Um. Oh, just a horrible experience. And most guys' apartments are horrible experiences. Yeah, he he was the horrible experience. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't remember the place. He was the horrible experience. Okay, what happened? He. Uh, you need to. You need like, to. How do I even explain? I just have to. He just like we did the deed, which was not nice. We had sex. And what wasn't nice about it? He wasn't good. Okay, so was he like I was wasting my time? Okay, all right. So it was lame. It was. Yeah. It was boring. And then it was. He like two pumps midway. Okay, mid pump. He's on top, 
oh, this is the most unattractive. And I still remember this. And my friends joke about me with this because of where he's at now. She's closing he looked her at, eyes, no, by the I'm, way. I'm She's recalling the memory. He looked at me and was like, just to let you know, I'm kind of a big deal. No. He and I was like, shut the fuck up. You're a backup quarterback. Granted, now he's a big deal. <laughs> God damn it. Mid-sex. And I was just like, guys. <sighs> Don't ever fucking say that in the middle of sex. Are you fucking kidding me? So how hard did your lady boner fall? Jesus. Oh, yeah. There you was were nothing. done. Yeah, I was done. And I was just like, uh, 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 okay. Like, and can my we friends just finish, joke about that. Can we just finish the sex? And That's then pretty you much. Can and then we went to sleep, and I don't know why I decided to say. Why'd the night you stay there? there? There's no Uber in this town. It oh, was before that time. There was like one Uber, one guy. Ah, Uber. It was before the time of <laughs> no. Uber. There's not even at Uber. Yeah, in the town, like ten thousand people. <laughs> yeah, and someone's so, dad. <laughs> I stayed the night. <laughs> can you come get me? It gets worse. He snored. No. Oh my god, he snored. And then he woke up in the middle of the night trying to have sex with me again. And I was Ew, like, no. stop, no. Like I was sleeping. Don't wake me up Ew. for sex. I don't no. like you. I don't want to. You said you're a big deal, and you're not. Well, you you are now, but you weren't at the time. <laughs> Your penis is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, is it, was it a big deal though? Was it? No. Trust no. me. Way bigger. Yeah. No. no. You've I, had bigger basketball players. They oh, hand, hands okay. down. Okay. Seven yeah. foot basketball players. Oh yeah. No. Down. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Because it's the body proportions at Dasani, that point. Yeah. Water oh, bottles. Jesus. Highway. Yeah. Yeah. See now, if I, I had a dick like that, that, I would definitely helicopter the shit out of that thing. <laughs> helicopter yeah. the Dasani. If I had like. <laughs> 12 inches? Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm getting hot and steamy. I can't even talk about that guy. He's got the biggest. Yeah. Woo-hoo. You had sex with a Dasani water oh. How did your cervix not get it punctured? Did it at first. <laughs> yeah, but I had to really Good work. Sir. It took multiple One times. One word. Lube. <laughs> it took multiple times. To, he was, it's like a baby arm. He's like the nicest guy. That guy. He was like the sweetest little teddy bear. Little? Bit, no big dick, big teddy bear, big guy, sweetheart, big teddy bear. Oh, big. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy. Okay, yes. This motherfucking guy. Back to the white guy. Nothing. <laughs> no Wait, basketball player was white. Oh, hey oh. now. I would like to say hey now. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm back on board. Right, 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 right. Big. <laughs> You should see her eyeballs. <laughs> so big. Wide awake. Um, football player, though. But. So he wakes up in the middle of the night trying to do it again. I was like, nah, you're snoring. That's annoying. Hey. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, hey, I got to go. We do a like high five. Ew, the door. ew, 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 ew. That's all he's ew, getting. Ew, ew, a high ew. five. And I leave. And then I'm like, guess what? This guy just said that he is a big deal. Can you believe that? Oh. And look at him now, asshole. <laughs> it's oh. a big deal. I'm sorry. He's a big deal now, so it kind of actually is. Yeah. I, I can't wait to tell you who he is. I think I figured it out. Ooh, I'm yeah. very excited. I'm yeah. very excited. He's a big deal now. You know. So, I mean, bummer. He's not actually not that oh. big of a deal, by the way. He's not. As far as, like, NFL standards are concerned, like, nobody, no, but he's getting up. nobody I would really say. knows. Yeah. You got it? I got it. All right. <laughs> did you orgasm? No. I re- No. Did you orgasm when you... When I don't you think I... I did not orgasm one time in college. Huh? Guy. Huh? Huh? I found masturbating in college. I did not masturbate until I got into like my <gasps> junior year of college. Junior to senior year is when I found out masturbating. Oh. 
I know. That's kind of normal, isn't it? No, I started masturbating when I was eight years old. Yeah. No, but for like ladies, I've heard very common that they don't really find that till later. No. At least the the G-spot kind of orgasm. Mm, No. Clitoral orgasms, little girls find that usually, usually when they're young, unless they're deterred from it. Like by someone smacking and be, don't touch that, don't do that, don't mm-hmm. touch. If no one deters them, like I did it in secret when everyone was asleep because I knew that it was wrong. But like it felt fucking good. So I was going to, I was seven, eight years old. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it felt good. I think that's why I had so much like random sex though. Oh, I had random sex. And I still had masturbated when I was eight years old. Yeah, Gosh, I had lots yeah. of random sex. Well, it was a great thing when I found it. Yeah, it for sure. But do life. you see? Do you see a lot of kids? Because you work with kids, right? Between Small the ages kids. of zero. No, I know. Yeah. But like they are sexual. Kids are sexual in their younger years. Like they are. They they are sexual beings mm-hmm. when they're younger. Like pleasure isn't. There's no age gap. There's no age cap on pleasure. Like when you feel something that feels good, you do that thing. So I have a hard time commenting on it though. I see it as a trauma response Uh with the kids I work with. Uh huh. That my because it's a different type of kids that you work with, right? Yeah. My kids were sexually abused, and then they're they're three. Oh, okay. And touching themselves. So like a general, like like a preschool, like an average preschool. Then you're probably going to see that kind of like. No, there is. Yeah. We can actually see MRIs, babies that are masturbating in utero. Infantile gratification. Absolutely. Not always a good thing, though. But it happens. It does. But like for mine, I see it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. 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 The there's a huge, there's a huge fucking, there's a yeah. huge differentiation between the two. But for sure, it's something that is uh, common among children. And then, you know, boys especially pull out their penises and tug mm-hmm. on them and, and, talk, and about, talk about penises. Yeah. And yeah. And then they're shut down. Yep. And girls are like, hey, I found this thing. Like I rolled over onto my stuffed animal and it all of a sudden, did you hear that? I keep hearing things and then no one's there. It's haunted. Mm-hmm. We're haunted. But yeah, I don't By know. the ghost of glitterous. I don't past. really have too many clients talk about it. You don't? No, because we really do focus on the trauma aspect of it. Okay. Of I do have a few what we call community clients, like their parents bring them in. They have no trauma history. Um and currently they're just in the phase of poop, pee, poop. Poop, poop, poop. Okay. Fart, 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 fart. Just Fantastic. like that, like, is so what like gets 16, them 17, 18 year olds. <laughs> Four or five. <laughs> but I know I do have some colleagues that have clients who are finding themselves sexually. And they. It's common. Yeah, we, we just promote it, promote yeah. it as long as, as it's long healthy. As long as it's not hurting anyone else. Yeah, as long as it's healthy. And as long as it's healthy. A hundred percent. All right. We're going to um, play the 69 game. Okay. Um, if- Sorry. Can I take a break? What? I got to pee again. <gasps> yeah. Sorry. It's no, it's fine. No, it's absolutely fine. You can totally take a break. It's break fine. time. Um, no, it's fine. What should I play? Um, what a man by In Vogue. <laughs> because... I think that was just recently what you played oh, wait, Isn't it? Isn't it Salt and Pepper? No, it's in vogue. Yeah. Who? All right. This is great podcast. It's cricket, 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 cricket. 
You didn't raise your hand. In vogue. You just had it. No, that was salt and pepper. Oh, all right. Well, then that's right. That's right. It should be in vogue. Yeah. Actually. Oh, featuring in vogue. Salt and pepper. Featuring in vogue. Oh, there you go. Uh All right. So neither what's his name nor what's his name. Could be considered a good man, but um, <laughs> no. Dasani Water Bottle. Oh, great man. <laughs> For multiple reasons, but great man. He's not famous, unfortunately. I wish he was. Matter. He it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it he was a great matter. man. You know, I'm going to show, show you a people, picture of him. I'm excited. Of all the famous people I've had sex with, none of them are great. So. <laughs> and I hope all my college friends listen to this and they're going to know exactly who I'm talking about because his nickname U of Y? Is that what we call him? U Dub? U Dub. No, that's Seattle. But is that what you call it? U Dub? For Wyoming? Yeah. No, U Dub. All right. U Dub, shout out to you. Hey everyone, it's Corey and Robert from the So So Scrutiny Podcast. A little background on us. I've been a school teacher for seven years. I have a brand new baby and I love to read. And I've been working in the film industry for the past six years. I don't want kids. And the most reading I do is Netflix captions. Every week, Corey and I scrutinize movies, music, video games, food, and everything in between. We have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories. Plus, some amazing musicians we know like The Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny podcast. Welcome back, fellow humans. The song sucks. <laughs> song is so bad. It's so stupid. It's awful. The auto-tune is fierce. We're not a fucking sing, dude. Ugh. Oh, my God. The writing solo is killing me. Uh, we're coming back, and the only thing we're doing in this segment is the 69 game. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. I ask a lot of guests. Uh, are you ready to play the 69 game? And most of them, most of them have no idea what I'm talking about, um, which only goes to show that people listen to the first parts of our show and not the last part, which is fine. I get it. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um, but that just means you have no advantage because there are two humans who have played this game, three humans who have played this game who have an advantage and they have the highest scores of anyone. Okay. Nate, Bunky, and Kim all have 
astronomical scores uh, for playing this game. So we're going to play a game that we do on this show with first-time guests. Producer? Yeah. Can we set up real quick? You ready? No, you're not ready. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Give her the rules. Amanda? We're going to play the 69 game, which is where I ask you as many questions as possible in 69 seconds. There are no wrong answers. You can skip, but you don't get points for that question. Okay. You have 69 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. They're yes and no, are, and then like they other are, questions. They so are yes, no. Get ready for everything. They are also specific answers. So prepare your brain. But there's no wrong answer. No, there's no wrong answer. Okay. If you give me an answer, I take score. The only thing I don't score is a skip or an I don't know. You don't get points for that. Okay. Answer as many as you can in 69 seconds. Amanda? Are you ready to 69? I'm so ready. Tell me when. And what's your most used emoji? The laughy face. Biggest turn on? Um, Kisses on the neck. Biggest turn off? Uh, Skip. Strangest face you ever had sex? Hotel bathroom. What do you wear when you go to bed? Um, Big shirt and granny panties. First French kiss? (laughs) Austin. What Hogwarts house are you in? Oh, I'm the Raven Claw. Have you ever had one night stand? Plenty. Have you ever cheated? <laughs> yeah. Would you rather ride a bike everywhere for a year or give up social media for a year? Give up social media. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Oh, yeah. Biggest celebrity crush? <laughs> Channing Tatum. Have you ever sent nudes? Uh, yeah. Call or text? Um, text. Thing you're most proud of? My heart. Biggest insecurity? My thighs. Can you drive in stick shift? No. Favorite animal? Panda. Favorite plant? Cactus. Name for your genitals? My hoo-ha. Do you man- masturbate? Uh, yes. Would you rather be able to see or hear? Hear. Soft or hard? Hard. Sweet or savory? Sweet. What ice cream do you get from the ice cream man? Chocolate. Do you smoke weed? Nope. Can you play a musical instrument? No. Would you rather be attacked by 50 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? 50 duck-sized horses. Favorite uh, season? That's, 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 All that's, that's, right. That's, that's. We got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and 26, that's been the 69 game. <laughs> How'd I do? You didn't break 30. Dang! <laughs> and to be honest, that last one was so long, she'd already passed the time. So it's, I gave you the extra. It's 20, I gave you 27. Thanks. Yeah. Right. She gave I got me. close. You that's did. Pretty, no, that's great. You that's did, a great you did, number. You did. Yeah. There are some people who don't break 20. I don't remember. What did I even skip? Do you know? No. I don't. I blank when I start reading those questions. You have to go listen back and listen. listen I skipped. Mm -hmm. I just blank and skip over it. So a couple questions. One, um, Lauren, does this make you want to come on the podcast? I would pass 69 of my score on that 69. Okay. But like the whole episode though, like do you want to come (laughs) on and like talk about like sex and like. I would love to. Okay. Second question. Just not poop. Amanda. Yes. Do you want to be the official What's Your Position podcast MSW? Absolutely. I don't feel like I did too much therapy today, but that's no, okay. No, 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 no. I don't want to. We did two separate things today. Yeah. We did a little bit of therapy and a little bit of Amanda. I love your ideas for the next segment segments to like have me on. So yeah. absolutely. Thank you. I'm so Sexments. Sex- Sexments. Sex- they are kind of, yeah. Sexments. 
Not segments. Segments. Sexments. Those are good ones. Sexments. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh, We're going to work on it. It's fine. Um, Having you on today was not only a pleasure, uh, it was a thrill and an honor. And I'm grateful that you drove all the way the fuck down here. And I am grateful that you talked about your experience with uh, body image, especially because it was personal. I feel like that just makes it much more... Uh, it just hits home with people more. I, I think that all of the episodes that people listen to where they say that was my favorite episode is because <laughs> Lauren is being a fucking paparazzi right now is because uh, they resonated with something in that episode. So I really hope that this episode resonates with people. Um, the amount of women, by the way, statistic of the day, you ready? The percentage of women who said that they uh, recognize themselves as beautiful Madame, without a microphone, you were the closest. You said 3%. Is it two? It's two. Yep. 2% of women say that they would identify themselves as beautiful. What about dudes? No, I didn't do the dudes. I Uh, just looked up women. That's sexist. I think it's important, though. For everyone to know. That's sad, though. Come on, come on, ladies. It is. You're beautiful mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. 2%. Come on. I feel like everybody. You are. But like if, you, like, if you listed like, hey, what is your top quality? I think your first five that you list probably isn't beautiful. Mm-mm. And the reason is probably has something to do with not wanting to be vain or not wanting to like promote any sort of, of self like. I'm beautiful. Oh, wow. She's super into herself. Like we look at acceptance and gratitude of our given virtues, I guess, as a negative. Mm -hmm. Like I could say I'm beautiful and then people would say, wow, she's vain. I could say I'm talented and then people, I mean, I sang at my Christmas party last night and people today came up to work to me and they were like, oh my God, you have such a beautiful voice. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's me. I hit it. I was like, no, 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 that's great. And they're like, why are like, why don't you just embrace it? And I'm like, because if you fucking are like braggy, then yeah. you sound like a fucking asshole. Like nobody wants to be that person who says, yeah, I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. But we are like inside and out. We are absolutely stunning as humans, we sparkle, we shine, Mm -hmm. we light up the world. Less than 5% of the population fits the idealized beauty standards of social media and that of, of the television world. And the individuals who we subscribe to on social media and as our gurus and our go-tos, those people have millions of dollars. They have followers. They have personal trainers. They have nutritionists. They have Photoshop. Um, they have airbrushing. Um, they have makeup that covers everything. I, I have four zits on my face right now. Like this, I'm not a millionaire. My hair is frizzy because it's fucking humid and there's mm-hmm. fog all over Huntington Beach and it's killing me. You need to accept who you are as a person and understand that you are not going to look like Kim Kardashian. You're not going to look like Sierra. You're not going to look like Jennifer Lawrence or Bradley Cooper. Who's Sierra? Oh, C. <coughs> oh, oh, sorry. Last singer? 
Sierra, this Hello. beat is automatic, oh. supersonic. Oh. You're talking about your sister. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but <laughs> sorry, sorry for the. But you're not gonna look like my Sierra. You're not gonna look like my sister either. Like she's she's a beautiful human being in and of herself. But no, like. <laughs> I'm trying to like go over it and I can't because it was really good. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts? Absolutely, I do. Bring it on. I just want to say thank you both <laughs> for having me and for everyone just to remember that you're not alone in the body image, the body struggles, everyone has them. And the more that we talk about them and the more that we are open, the more everyone can heal. And the more that we can make a difference in changing the thoughts in society yeah. and what is being posted Amen. and ourselves. Yeah. So just keep talking about it. Try your best. Find those people to talk about it with mm -hmm. and be open and honest. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. I, I could not have said that better myself. Yeah. Um, we're going to exit by telling you to make sure... Uh, a couple things that you follow the Reed Rovers. We sold out in six hours. Um, Lauren and the Reed Rovers, we sold out in six Red Rovers. I don't fucking know, dude. Everybody's got me freaked out. I don't how to say it. Um, Lauren or the Red Rovers, the Reed Rovers, however you want to interpret it. If you follow them and you want to join the book club, understand that it sells out really quickly and there's only a spot for a hundred and we're very particular. Very. Just kidding. Anybody can do that. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, please make sure you follow us at What's Your Position on Instagram. Um, follow the Jonas Brothers because those guys are fucking rad. Uh, one of them married Dude, so they really hot. play their fucking instruments. They I respect fucking the fuck out of them. And they so still hot. do. Dude. Bro, them yeah. in their purity rings. Get so the fuck hot. out of here with the oh, purity so rings. I have so many words. Those South Park episodes rings. are Bro. so good. So good. They are really good. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Nope. Just okay. you guys. Okay, I love you so very much. Just you guys. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for being our resident MSW. Um, Madame without a microphone, we appreciate you coming as well. He'll be on here soon enough. Um, love you all so much. Please do something kind for yourself this week. Love the body that you have. Remember that that vessel that you carry around is the only one that's ever going to exist. And you are the only you that's ever going to be. So please take care of yourself. Don't forget to pleasure yourself. A pleasure bit. yourself. Mm. Love yourself. And above all, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.